Hello, this is Tom McCaffrey. Hey, this is Alex Bashera. And you're listening to Last Exit to Brooklyn on Storic Media Podcast Network. The most important podcast of our time. Right? Uh, yeah. You don't sound too sure. It's, Isn't it, it the most it, important it, podcast? It's a podcast. You're listening to a podcast. Okay. Welcome to Last Exit to Brooklyn, a podcast. Hello, everybody. How are you doing? Good to see you. This is Tom McCaffrey. Uh, thanks for tuning in, Last Exit to Brooklyn. Uh, I have a guest on the show today um, that I'm very excited about, um, an actor that I met a long time ago. His name's Tate Ellington. He's been in uh, a lot of TV and movies. Um, and uh, he's in one of my favorite movies of all time, actually, Straight Outta Compton. It's one of my favorite movies. I think I saw it four times in the theater. Um, so that's very exciting. He'll be on in a little bit. Uh, he plays uh, Brian Turner, who's uh, based on a real guy who uh, was the founder of Priority Records, and they signed NWA. And then there's like a famous confrontation he had with Ice Cube that's in the movie. So I'm excited to ask him about that. All right. So Halloween's coming up in three days, um, and the election's coming up in six days. Pretty stressful. I actually uh, put on The Exorcist before to uh, to try and calm my nerves from following the election. <laughs> it's pretty, uh, yeah, it's pretty awful. It, it's giving me a lot of anxiety, I, m much more than I had expected. Like, I'm really scared of what's going to happen, <laughs> um, just because it's been such a crazy time. I think a lot of people are. Just the the buildup has been pretty rough. Um, but yeah, Halloween. I, I like Halloween mainly because they they uh, I'm I'm into horror movies and they this is when they play all the the horror movies all day all the time. Um, like in the I, I was watching uh, Halloween just before I started the original Halloween, um, and uh, which was John Carpenter wrote and directed it, and it basically kind of kicked off that whole genre. I mean, Texas Chainsaw Massacre was kind of the first like kind of slasher movie, but Halloween kind of is what everyone kind of started copying. And it's really interesting because, you know, they did Halloween 2, which was a continuation of the first one, obviously. But it was like, it was kind of novel in the idea that um, it was a continuation literally from where the first one ended. Um, which I'd never really seen before. I mean, I saw it when I was really young, but they don't really do that a lot where they end, where the sequel starts right where the first one ends. The only other one I can think of like that is Porky's 2, of all things. Porky's 2, the next day, and it's supposed to be, obviously, the next day after the, the first one. And I've, uh, one thing I've noticed about Porky's 2, I mean, I probably know way too much about the Porky's movies, but there's a huge flaw and inconsistency in Porky's 2 because in the first one, uh, there's a character, Mickey, who has got one of the big plot points is that he's gotten his ass kicked by Porky. And that's kind of why they're at the end, they're getting revenge on Porky. And like at the end of the first one, they show him and he's like got his leg in a cast and he's on crutches and he has bandages all over his face and the sling. And then 
then it's supposed to be the next day and he they see him and they're like hey mickey and he's just totally fine he's like hey what's up they just forgot like they just forgot that <laughs> i wonder when they finally figured it out where they're like oh my god we fucking we forgot he was in this cast the, the night before Or maybe they just decide not to do it. The other thing is like the second one is so crazy because like what doesn't make sense about it is the first one ends where they literally like have this huge party and they they um, organize this huge thing where they destroy uh, Porky's strip club. You know, it's this huge night. You know, they're all involved. They destroy this nightclub and they ruin this guy's life. And, you know, probably the biggest thing in any in the town in years and the next day at school, no one's talking about it. And no one's like, hey, man, wasn't that crazy last night when we destroyed that club? Man, that was that was nuts, man, like eight hours ago. Oh, I can't believe it. No, they're just at school the next day. Hey, how's it going? How you guys doing? What do you want to do tonight? <laughs> no, like, man, I can't believe we ruined those people's lives. They probably want to murder us. Yeah, Porky's 2 is is very, very unrealistic and not true to life. I know that's a big problem a lot of people had with it. Um, great script, though. Great script. Another thing that's funny about Porky's 2, you know, it's like, uh, you know, the first one was just a total, like, sex TNA movie for, you know, teenage boys to see. And the second one, there's, like, literally no nudity. I feel like it's by Bob Clark, who, you know, kind of was – I think trying to have a mainstream career too. You know, he did a Christmas story the same year as Porky's too. And um, I guess he was trying, I think in the second one, he's trying to act like it's like a real movie. You know, I, I bet you, he made a decision like, I'm not just going to, you know, I'm not just going to make sex movies. This is going to be real. It's all about like racism and stuff. That was another thing. The Porky's movies, they'd always have these like side plots of subplots about racism. And the first one was like a big anti uh, Semitism uh, subplot you know so it's it's just weird it's like all you know all of a sudden there's like just naked chicks in the shower and then the next scene there's like some guy who like hates jewish people <laughs> and then they and then at the end they don't like they 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 like jewish people or something so i guess naked women brings them together that's kind of the, the point of the story because they it's like this one guy in high school is anti-semitic because his dad was racist and at the end he's friends with a jewish kid because they all you know, destroy Porky. It's kind of beautiful how, you know, violence and sex brings, you know, races to make together or, you know, religions, different people of different backgrounds. So, um, what was that? Oh, I want, what the one thing I wanted to say, so Halloween two was like a, a continuation of the first one. And then they did this thing. What happened is John Carpenter was like, you know, they, cause he wanted to make Halloween three and he was like, I'm not just going to keep doing Michael Myers. I, that's like, what's the point of that? We're just going to keep doing that. He's like, so we're going to do this thing where the, the third one's going to be like a different story. So it's going to be like every Halloween, we're going to do a different movie. That's like a different Halloween story. And so the third one's called season of the witch. and has nothing to do with Michael Myers. It's just like a separate Halloween story. And it like bombed, you know, even though it's a good movie, you know, it came out, you know, people are so dumb. Just they're like, what is this? I don't, I don't want to see like another story. I just want to see that guy again. You know, and I think John Carpenter was like, yeah, but we killed him. Like he was on fire. <laughs> I don't care. Just bring it back. That's my impression of everyone who's stupid.
just bring him back. Then they're like, they're like, all right. And then they did Halloween four, you know, like he's back. And they're like, great. He's back. He's killing everyone again. They're thinking, they made like 11 of those movies. And you know, it's like every year it's Michael Myers comes back to the same block basically to murder people. He's like really mad at that block that he grew up on for some reason. And, um, yeah, it must, I don't, I don't know what happened to him on that block. It must've been really, I don't know, but like, uh, yeah, so basically, so he comes back every year to murder on the same block on Halloween every time, and the police just can never catch him. You know, after you know, at the end, they was like, "Yeah, we have no idea." Yeah, they're like, "Yeah, no, it's that guy again." You know, the guy comes back every year on Halloween to kill everybody. Yeah. Oh, all right, all right, that's too bad. Yeah, yeah, may- maybe put a patrol car on that block next year, next Halloween. Maybe you know, a couple of cops for a couple hours, check things out. Like no, no. Well, he, I'm sure it's over. He's probably dead this time. Really, you can't. We can't find him, and he's he's never died ever. Yeah, well, whatever. It's also amazing they're still making them, and Michael Myers is back. You know now, and it's just like you know, just forget the fact that he's been killed like eight like eight times, as head cut off, and been in fire. You know, been in you know set on fire nine times. <laughs> At this point, it's just like, how is he even alive just from, you know, being alive? He's like, got to be old by now. And I'm sure, I mean, is he really just taking care of himself in the off season? That's the other thing. I think it's funny, like he's, you know, it's like these movies where the people are crazy, but they only kill on one day. Yeah, it's like, all right, I'm crazy, but only on Halloween. Like, what is he doing for the rest of the year? He's just like holding it in like someone cuts him off in traffic and you know, like, Hey, fuck you. And she's like, Oh man, you are so lucky. It's November. Damn. If you would cut me off two days ago, you'd be so dead. I'm just going to drive around in my mask and go to the gym. So I stay in shape. Pretty funny stuff, huh? Yeah. So what else? All right. Uh, so, I, uh, so my guest is here. Um, I sort of gave him a little intro before, but uh, I'll give him another one since he's here. Uh, this, uh, this, I'm very excited to have him. He was uh, he's someone I met a long time ago in New York City. He's an actor. He's been in a lot of TV and uh, moved a lot of TV shows and movies. He was in one of my favorite movies of all time, Straight Outta Compton, um, and uh, Sinister Two, and uh, also he was on the show Quantico. On uh, what was that on CBS or NBC? Uh, ABC. ABC. Yeah. Man, I blew that. Um, Way to go! <laughs> I know. And then also, um, he, he, uh, he was also on Shameless and The Walking Dead, and uh, a bunch of other things. Too much to name. Tate Ellington. How are you, man? I Thanks agree. for being here. <laughs> Happy to be here. Thanks for having me, man. So um, we were so we were talking before. So I we met in like about 2005. That's right. Yeah. Like uh, New York. So yeah. And I, I asked you to do this in 2005 and I finally got you to do it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was really busy for the past like, 10 years. I know. I know. So, but we, I met you at, um, so th- there was a comedian I knew that had ran a show, a bunch of show or act one show that he would do all the time, Pat Rigby and you oh, were yeah. friends with him. So how did you guys know each other? Uh, me and Pat knew each other since college. So then I had, I, I'm originally from Mississippi, uh, born there, raised there, a uh, place called Madison in Mississippi, like just outside of Jackson, uh, the capital. And, um, ended up going to university of Mississippi, uh, stayed in state to go to college. That's where I met Pat. Um, 
Pat's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't want to say anything. Um, <laughs> He'll hear this. Like, no, but so Pat's, uh, uh, he and then a few other friends that I'm still uh, closest friends with, uh, getting Brent Louder to play Black. Um, we still have a text chain that's going on now for like 10 years. Straight. Had you, so w w when I met you, how long had you been in New York City? I think if it was around 2005, I'd been there. I got there 2002, the summer of 2002. Okay. Um, yeah. And I moved there with uh, my friend Clay, who's like me, Clay, Pat, uh, Brandon. I think I remember him too. Yeah. Like Clay was there. He was my first roommate. We lived in Bed-Stuy my first year. Um, was that when it was still bad? It was still bad. Okay, good. <laughs> it was not safe. Uh, I, I was okay. I got sort of chased twice, definitely once in the subway. I, kids were on the other side of the platform and shouted something at me. And I, I, I think I just looked up and they were like, fuck you. You know, we're going to come and like came up around the stairs. The train came right on time where I just dove on it. But like, wow. Just like, like the warriors or something. Yeah. It was like, I felt like I was like, what the hell is like every movie you saw in the eighties or, you know, of how bad yeah. it was or something. But, um, um, yeah, but, but you know, now it's, now you could go back and, and they'd be they'd be really mad at you because you're the, oh, yeah. the guy from Straight Outta Compton who, who ripped them off. <laughs> Damn it. Like, you don't know anything about it. Uh, but it was great. Like, I loved it there. And, uh, you know, it was funny because Pat would never come visit us. He was basically like, all our friends came once and then never came back. They were like, yeah, we're never coming back to see you again. Thanks. Yeah, I think that. Where, where did he, did he live in Manhattan at the time? Or? He was, well, he, because I'm trying to think, Pat was in Manhattan um, and then his now wife he met uh marnie uh who she was in like kind of upper i think they were upper, upper west side like around like 92nd Street. yeah i think i i think i went to i think it might have been her place but yeah i used to hang out with him like a decent amount oh yeah well like the best part was the worst well was that ride because pat and marnie like we had a lot of friends from college that were there but taking that ride from 92nd oh, all, yeah. all the way into bed. So we were on the G uh, G trains. So oh man, I was off the train. The, the G, what a nightmare that was. Oh, <laughs> two hour waits and like yeah. I think it's gotten better, but it was it was pretty bad at that time. Yeah. So and I remember when I met you. So you know, Pat was like, oh yeah, it's my friend. Ted. Yeah, he's an actor and he and and he's on Broadway right now. And I was like, <laughs> wow, really? And he was like, I like remember this really well. I remember I remember things. He was like. Yeah, and he's like, he has a scene with Matthew Broderick. So you were in a play called The Philanthropist yes. on Broadway with Matthew Broderick. Yeah, it was, um, uh, yeah, go ahead. Was that your first, was that kind of like one of your first breaks? Yeah, I mean, yeah, because I basically, um, you know, hit the street, like just kind of backstage when you were still looking at it on the paper, you know, you'd go in, get it, you know, and then or if we had like internet, it was still dial up. So, you know, yeah, but, um, but did all that for years and, and then eventually, through random circumstance, through a show I did uh, for the Fringe Festival, did that, somehow got like a card from a woman who worked at Warner Brothers, Mick Simon. That was my first like TV audition through her, all this random stuff. Uh, but the first thing was with, uh, first time on Broadway was with uh, Matthew Broderick, Stephen Weber. Uh, I'm a big Wings fan too, so. Wow, so was that weird? It was, that was the thing is they were so damn nice. And I actually ran into Stephen Weber probably a few months back, well, before all this started, but, you know, it had been back in December. Uh, but they were great. It was terrifying and awesome. Like, Matthew Broderick was fantastic. He was a really nice guy. We went out drinking essentially every night. <laughs> like, yeah. 
you know. But was and, that weird? I mean, like, I guess you, I guess it's one of those you probably get used to it fast, but it must have just been weird. Like, when you found yourself just like standing on stage and you're like, he's talking to you, and are you oh, just yeah. like, wow, Matthew Rock's like talking to me, and I'm saying things back. Watched you my whole life growing up, and every moment in my life, I can correlate to something you did in a film. Because <laughs> I've had that when I've met like people that like. I've seen my whole life. Yeah. Like I met Seinfeld once and the fact that he was looking at me and seeing me was so weird. Like I really couldn't like take it. <laughs> yeah, it blows your mind. Cause you were, so I said this to my wife the other day cause she also works, she's a casting director and was just talking about cause we'll see shows or movies and suddenly realize we're kind of like, oh, that's our friend. You know, yeah. we forget like, oh, we know them. Like I, I know them and I know what they had for breakfast. And it, it's just bizarre. And the same yeah, thing. it's it's a weird, I guess it's like, they're, they seem like two separate. I've had that too, where I'll know yeah. someone in a movie and I'm like, like one time I, I was hanging out with a guy I knew he was an actor and then I went home and that movie, a movie was on. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, I was just with him tonight. I <laughs> Yeah. But I just have to stand there and just be like, yeah, that's this is normal. Yeah. Um, well, there's but, still there's a photo on our fridge that's hilarious because it's um, uh, we have friends who because my wife also worked for College Humor for years. And so we know a lot of friends through that. And But randomly, we were at somebody's birthday party and uh, Tignataro was there. And so we have a photo on our fridge of Tignataro holding our then like one year old. And you're just like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, right, right. right. That's uh, a lot of people have that. Yeah, that's normal. A lot um, of people have a picture of Tignataro holding your one-year-old. <laughs> uh, but one thing with like with the uh, Broderick that was amazing was every we'd go out and then he'd be talking about moments in his life because it's just his life, you know. He's just <laughs> oh, and that time I was there, and oh, this one time I was doing, and, and there were there would always be moments where you know. I, I, I know every movie he's been in. I know all these things and love of the death. And I remember one time he's sitting there just going, man, there was this one movie that I shot. Wow. It's like in uh, South Carolina and man, it was hot. I just remember being there this one time and it was, you know, I was really sweating and he keeps going. I was like, what was the movie? You know, it's like, Oh, this movie probably haven't seen it, but you know, it's just kind of action, you know, and, and I was like, was it glory? He's like, yeah, it's glory. You've seen it. You're like, yes, I've seen glory. Man. <laughs> So when he was saying that, were you in your mind like he's totally talking about glory? One hundred percent. And you'd always try not to sort of because because you don't want to be a weird geek out. Yeah, but you are, and so you just kind of like. And then finally, it would always be like, "Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like, I, I know I know about war games. Like, <laughs> you know? oh yeah, geez, I forgot about that one. Yeah. Such a, like an iconic. So many yeah. Jesus. Um, but so I so I want to so did you want to how did you get into acting like did you in college did you study it or were you like I want to be an actor or was it something afterwards you were like I've always wanted to do this let me go to New York uh it was kind of like uh in in high school I and I still do I uh I was the art you know like I I painted that was my thing like painting drawing all that uh I had a was supposed to go out of state to a school always wanted to try acting but then we didn't have any sort of theater program at my school. And there was one uh, equity theater in Jackson. And I ended up, I was like, I, I want to try this. There was a summer program that was, it turned out to be essentially like a day camp for kids. <laughs> like okay. Was like 17, all the kids in there were about 10. And so really? I, 
Yeah, I was just like, ah, this is weird. Um, but ended up through that, some of the people who were working at worked at the theater and like, you should audition for a play here. You know, okay. And so ended up auditioning, got a part, loved it. And was like, oh, this is what I want to do. Like, I love this. I, I just love the group here. It felt like a family. And, you know, I felt like you found your people, your group. And you're like, oh, okay, this is what I want to do. And you had never really acted before that? No, or? no. I'd never done anything with it. And so then ended up doing that. And from that, I was sort of like, ah, okay. But my parents were very cool about already like, yeah, you're an art kid and you're going to go to art school. Then suddenly you're like, eh, I want to do acting. They're like, I thought art, like, why are you switching? No, no. Yeah. But very supportive, but ended up staying in state. That's why I went to, uh, to University of Mississippi because kind of waited too late to go anywhere else. And, and then went there and just started performing there and loved it. You know, I tried to double major. That did not work out after like, the third or fourth time of being up for four days straight. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I can't do this. Well, at least you gave so, yeah. it, at least you gave it four days. I tried. It was, you <laughs> yeah. know, it, was good. it really gave it my all. No, uh, I'm like that too. I'm like, I, I admit early on, I'm like, no, there's no way. I do yeah. that after the first day. Usually I'm like, there's no way I can keep doing this. Oh, I, I quit my first job in New York. Uh, I had, I, I got a job at urban outfitters on like 72nd street somewhere anyway, but I, my alarm didn't go off and I missed essentially my first day of work. And instead of trying to make up for it, I just called and quit. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, yeah, uh, yeah, this is going to work out. And they were like, you can come in tomorrow. I was like, no, I'm good. <laughs> wow. They were, they were that understanding. They still would have yeah, let, oh, that's like, hilarious. No, this sucks, but it's okay. But it was like, yeah, no. Uh, but, but yeah, I ended up just kind of going to, then ended up going to work at a place right out of college that was in Ohio, uh, a place called Shadowbox Cabaret that was like a, 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 I don't know what you said, like a house band with sketch comedy inside the mall. And oh, okay. Pizza and like, so did that and then took off to New York. I was kind of so like, okay. you, so you did like sketch comedy there? I did, yeah, we did. It was, it was there for a year um, and sort of like almost got roped into staying another year, but it was basically, no, I, this isn't where I want to be. I, I yeah. Want to go to New York. And then you went to New York and did you like know anyone there or were you kind of like, I'm just going to go there? No, I, I lucked out because, because Clay actually, my, my good friend in college went to the same place to work. And so then we just got in the car and went together. Pat was already there. Uh, and I already had at least like three or four other friends that were older who, uh, had gone who I'd gone to college with who were there so you kind yeah. of had a nice like community of friends so you weren't totally you know and were you kind of like I want to do theater or I want to do tv film or I think mostly it was initially yeah I want to do theater I, I want to do that I remember going to Rude Awakening of like I guess I'll go to this musical audition and like 10 seconds in I was like oh I can't do this <laughs> like, I just, yeah yeah in terms of like you can't sing yeah, or anything didn't know how to sing or dance was like well that's not an option so then uh but but kept kind of doing that but I, but anything for like tv film would come along would go out for anything I could you know did anything. that and did so when you when when did that start happening when you started doing more like t like what was your like the first tv or film thing you did uh, the first, well, that was the thing is I really locked out on that because probably the first movie I did was one called Duct Tape, which and if people I know are listening to this, I love you for making it, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, I mean, at some point I'm in the middle, they were screening it. It was friends from Brooklyn. We shot it. It was a whole film, super rough. 
I'm in there shooting. There's essentially a scene where I'm having a sex scene that next thing I know on the screen is a penis. And I was like, well, that's not my penis. So what's the deal there? Just this weird insert and all, you know. Oh, really? They use like a body double for your penis? No, no body double. They almost like took, I still want to say it was either like some image from a a, a, a pornography or something. (laughs) Somebody was like, was that yours? I was like, no. But but they made it look like it was yours? 100%. It didn't tell me any of that. And I was like, well, thanks guys. This was cool. Well, that um, did that piss you off? Or were you like? No, I mean, I was just laughed. I was sort of like, all right, well, anyway. Oh, that's um, good. I probably would have been really upset about yeah, it. Yeah, like you know, hindsight. But uh, but basically, did a, I did a play for the Friends Festival, and from that, like I said earlier, a, a woman handed me a card. Or no, actually, that's not because I I'd done another play, randomly down in like Soho, and from there, I got a call from a woman who had a friend who was shooting a movie who was you know basically like, can I submit to you? Do you have an agent? And I was no. And ended up getting the part for that. And it was my first movie, first real movie with, you know, and shot in Thailand for six weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah. So really, you know, very fortunate there. Still very dear friends with the director for that. Where where in Thailand? We were in uh, Chiang Mai for most of it. We had like Bangkok for a week, then Chiang Mai for the next five. And then one week back in New Jersey. And that was awesome because Ellen Burstyn played my mom in it. And so I got to do scenes with her. Oh, really? Yeah. What what movie was that? It's a movie called The Elephant King. Uh, You can probably find it, I think. Go look for it. You maybe find it on streaming, but you might have to just go buy a DVD. (laughs) And so that was kind of your first like, oh, this this is like a real movie that could go somewhere. Yeah, yeah, this was like, oh, this is is how you do this. Learn so much on it. Also found out later I was almost fired like the first day there. (laughs) You were almost fired? Well, because, you know, I'd never really done much film. And so then the director, who, you know, is now a very good friend years later was like, yeah, man. We shot those first scenes with you and me and the producer went back that night. And we're like, that's terrible. I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> oh, wow. And then, and then I sort of settled in the next day. And so then they kind of lied to me and we're like, hey, yeah, those scenes we shot the other day, we're going to reshoot those again. There's something messed up with the sound. And yeah, because I just settled more into it. But man, that we got to reshoot time, them. You were too good. We did so well. Like, we just want to. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah that could, man. That, wait, that was when you were already in Thailand. Yeah, I was already there. That like, would have been a bummer. Like, yeah, you're gonna have to leave Thailand. <laughs> I'm so sorry, you gotta go. Um, what, so, what was that? So, yeah, what is that like? Like, I, I've acted, and like, whenever I've acted in front, like, doing like you know a film or like a TV thing, yeah, I'm always very like it's it's weird do do you have that i mean what what is your experience do you get used to it or i think people have no idea watching something what it is like when you get there like it's so uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and you and this and you know like they had these that you know people always talk about some actors and they're like yeah they're so weird like on the set they make you like call them the character's name and this and i'm like well, because it's so hard for an actor. Like you're just there's people everywhere, and they keep stopping you. It's like yeah. they're trying to like stay in the thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, that's because for a while, like I would always you'd hear those stories of somebody being super method or things like that. Where like, no, I'm gonna stay in character. And later I realized, yeah, for some because there was something a long time ago, like maybe where like Philip Seymour Hoffman stayed in the like Truman Capote like voice and everything else the whole time. And later, first you're like, eh, you know, you could kind of drop it, man. But then later you're kind of going, no, it's really hard to maintain that voice. 
and he wants to do a good job. So yeah, he just stays in it so he doesn't lose it. You know, like, yeah, yeah, and they're so they're always. I mean, I know when I did that, which was like very low budget. I'm sure they weren't treating us well, but it was very like. <laughs> Okay, yeah, no, move, move over there again. No, now stand here. No, okay, put the light in his face. You know, and it was just like... Oh, no, there's, there's tons of, like, I've had so many, like, variations on, like, super low and unprofessional to, like, extremely professional and well done. And um, What would be, like, professional? Like, where they're just kind of like, okay, we, it's all set up, come in, just do, yeah. do what you do. The most, the most I ever get for, like, sort of... Uh, I don't know, like highbrow or most like taken care of, I think I've ever been. It's usually uh, TV. We're like, because I've had now like three series, right? It showed Quantico, uh, The Brave, and a show that just ended called uh, Lincoln. The Bone uh, Collector? Yeah, The Bone Collector. And I did my research. Uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, those are the, because those are the most where I've been like, you have your trailer, you can, and you have some authority in a way where you, you're, because you're there for 10 episodes or 20 episodes or like you are a regular, you are, you know, this is your show. Right. And it's new directors each time or it's new. So you're one of the things that stays the most uh, there. You know, you're one of the things that are most prominent. You have more authority in your own life to just go, I'm going to go to my trailer now. You know, do we have five or 10, you know, right. Okay, I'm going to go. And you're sort of treated more like that. I don't know. Like the, you have your own PAs looking out for you and sort of, it took me a long time to get used to, I'm going to get a coffee. They're like, no, I'll grab it. And you're like, no, I have legs. I'll, I mean, I can, get yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't mind. Yeah. But then you realize later, Oh, they're trying to keep you in your seat because they don't want them to call for you. And then right. Right. <laughs> you know, or like, but those are the ones you feel the most fancy, I guess. Like, you know, where you're the most taken care of, you're the most sort of, I don't know. Sometimes you feel very babied in a way and it's good. And do you like, do you like, I mean, I know people would probably take really well to it and some people were I, like, I don't, it, it really, probably I, cause you're like normal. Yeah, like, yeah, it's like, I also, you know, I, I, I've done a lot of different things with that. I'm just sort of, I also always try and I try my damnedest to remember, you know, like guess who's here the latest, that PA who just got you that coffee. Like they are here the earliest and they leave the latest. They, you know, they're paid the least like you, you know, you were treated very well. So don't ever take advantage. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, but I also, I, I don't think I've ever, I've been fortunate enough not to work with anybody who has been on the opposite side of that. Who's just a nightmare, you know, like, Oh I, really? I've been very lucky. I've only had one time where there was a director that I, even there, like people are like, Oh, look out. You know, you're like, Oh really? You don't have to say any names, but who was yeah, it? Yeah. Like, but it was, it was just one for like, just tell me who it was though. Oh, his name was, this kind of hair, he's kind of tall. Uh, but, yeah, I know. Him. Yeah, you know, where you were just sort of, that really was off putting for me. I, he was nice to me, but he was so mean to one of the other actors. He was berate. And, but his, he had his crew that loved him, but, it was just one of those where like, I never want to work for that person again. It's just not worth Was that it. like, was that on a show or like a movie? It was on a commercial. It was like a commercial. Oh, perfect. Like just a couple of days. And, and that was it. That's the worst I've had. The rest of all been great. Um, yeah. And then like low end is, but also I love some of the low end. Like one of the most fun shoots I've had in a long time was a movie called The Endless. Um, where we were essentially just staying at a kid's camp. Like they, the whole thing takes place uh, for the most part at this like sort of camp, you know, 
so we were there for two weeks and we were just in the bunk beds. We each had our own cabin there. We'd wake up, breakfast was in the main hall. We'd hang out after shooting at night, have some beers, play video games. Yeah, and, that sounds awesome. You know, everybody was just in it and there to make a good movie. And I had, you know, the best time. Right, ever. right. Once you, um, all right, so you were in, so you're in Sinister 2. Yeah. <laughs> what, um, I haven't seen, I, I think I've seen parts of it. I saw Sinister 1. I, I probably that. should have seen it, <laughs> if that makes you feel any better. No, but um, I love Sinister 1. And I know that the second one primarily deals with the guy from the first one, the deputy yeah. so-and-so guy who's yeah. a character in the first one. Yeah. So, and you're like, you're a horror movie fan, right? Oh, I love them. Yeah, that's one of my, that's what uh, right now has been like Halloween. It's the best month because it's just, I'm going to watch Yeah, it. because I actually, I remember that too about you. I remember talking to you and you had told me you were really in a horror, horror movie. Yes, I and I remember it, you, the, 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 I, you know, this, this will tell around when it was, the movie Wrong Turn had just come oh, out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah, I kind of want to see that. I don't know. And I think you had seen it. And you were like, yeah, it's good. And then I, I think I saw it because you said it was good. But oh, yeah. I, do, I do remember um, you, you saying that. So, it's so it's doing... Too. It's got a good, like, I think it uh, just watched it not too long ago again. I'm like, it's a good slasher. It, it got, you know, sometimes. Yeah, it's good. Um, they made like a bunch of them, right? And they, they made, made like three. About five or something. <laughs> they got a yeah. Someone, <laughs> man, that, they need to get a map. Like, yeah, do not go here. <laughs> like, stop. Making too many off. wrong turns. Um, <laughs> I, uh, so when you were in Sinister 2, were you kind of like, oh, great, I'm in a, like a horror movie? Oh, yeah, no, I, I, it was, I mean, that for me was a dream come true because then I, it was also one of those where the audition, because for me, a lot of times too. Had you seen loved, Sinister? Oh, yeah, no, I'd, I'd seen it tons of, like, I loved it. So it I think like, Sinister's I, a great movie. It's a great one. No, it's, it would be on one of my almost like top 10 lists. I think it's fantastic. Like, it's well done. It's terrifying. Yeah. Good, you know. Um, I had seen it, loved it, you know, saw they were doing the second one. Right when I got the audition, you know, the agent sent me that. I was like, oh, okay, I, I got to get this. So I had mostly the scene, I only had basically like two scenes in it, um, but it's that sort of spilling all the details of what's going on. Right. Um, you were the guy, I remember you were on the phone and you're like, yes. this is what's happening. <laughs> Don't, it's like, because it's, uh, I uh, realized it's, uh, for me, it's Professor Exposition where it's oh, every right. horror movie there's the guy who's like here's what's happening <laughs> that's <laughs> good though you get that means you get a lot like of two minute rundown you know and yeah stuff. they're not going to cut um, you out no you're like you're staying you just gave all the details you told them all what the ghost is or what the spirit is yeah but so the audition was basically just that almost just those scenes i i wanted the job so i, I knew the cast director had like felt like i nailed it and you're like all right we'll see what happens and then got a call a few weeks later. I thought I'd have to go in for uh, to meet the director, and they're like, "No, you got the job." I was like, "Amazing!" Wow. Um, and and was that was? Well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, no I was going to say director is uh, Kieran Foy, who was wonderful, and then uh, James Ransone, That's who plays uh, Officer So and So, and he was great. I loved him anyway because I also loved him from uh, The Wire. Like, yeah, yeah, he's great and, in that. And um, is he like kind of? Is he weird in real life? I don't want uh, he's he is like because it's also too you're like no he's amazing and I'd never talk about no he's great he was like he was he was into it he is I would say a lot like some of the characters he plays like he's one of those where he's an amazing actor but he's also 
easily it's like quirky or something yeah, 100%. yeah and like so we'd have some nice chance but then i'd hear him on the phone because there was something going on in his life i don't remember if it was something either with like with a job or a contract thing or something and he'd just be you know on the phone the whole time and be like hey how's the you know i'm like yeah keep doing your thing um yeah. But with, he he also, if you've seen, I feel like uh, if you've watched either the the new It films, uh, yeah, he, oh yeah, he's in that right, he, the second one. He's very that. He's you know he is not. He's pretty close to just his style is that. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, he. It seems like he because in the Wire, he's one of the more memorable characters. Yeah, he's more wily and more just sort of key. Yeah, and he's and he's, he's kind of hard to watch sometimes because he's. I oh. mean, I, it's kind of it's a character because he just does, you're always like oh <laughs> something bad's coming. Um, like, stop fucking up. <laughs> yeah. So, so, um, so, what, so what, when doing like that, so, you know, because you're a fan of horror movies. So th- again, doing that, did it kind of shatter like the experience of like, no, when you, the technical part of doing a horror, like, cause when you're doing it, you're probably like, Oh, this isn't, this isn't scary while I'm doing it. Right. That's, yeah. It's weird to do. Cause like, that is one thing, especially with, with film in general, being in involved in the process, you do lose some of the, I know how that works. I know what they're doing there. I'm bad about looking for mics, especially on t-shirts. I can always like usually tell if they've done a bad job and I'm like, there's your mic, there's a mic there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it, you know, it's like, damn it. I don't want to realize that. Um, but as far as for the horror films, it was fun because you are sort of, it is getting to put yourself in some of your favorite things you watch. And so you are having a great time. Like, I feel like I even had to, I don't remember how the scene goes and the cut, but there were times where like, at least in filming where I was coming through this door. And so I was on the opposite side of the door. I had like any horror film sh- soundtracks I loved keyed up. I had all to try and remember what it's going to sound like in a way, like, remember, this is what's going on. Like, don't. Wow. And, uh, so then there was another, like, cause I did, I've done like two or three others now where then, like I had a blast. I loved it. I love getting to do that character, getting to and then when it, kind of pretend like it, you know, because sometimes you don't get to really dive into what you're doing and you are kind of like, all right, yeah. I'll do this and I'll go to lunch. But on that, it was kind of fun being like really pretending there was something going on, falling in. Right, right. What, 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 were, what were, you said you did a couple other horror movies. What were those? Yeah, well, I did, because uh, The Endless is kind of like, semi-horror sci-fi um and it was fun because i was essentially like a cult leader uh just a really nice cult leader (laughs) like it was great yeah um so had a blast there because that was a lot of like night shoots and you know just creepy stuff going on and having to like thread that needle and then i did another horror film called belzebuth that's we shot almost entirely and we shot the whole thing in Mexico. Um, was that after Sinister 2? Yes, yeah, so it would have been. Oh, wait, no, would it have been? It would have been after. Yes, it was afterward. Because, like, because I still, I think I just finished it, maybe. Then I went to shoot Quantico. Or, no, no, then I, then I shot, I shot that, then shot Quantico. Yeah, actually, sorry, it would have been after. Um, let me get my timeline out. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, like, but like, uh, but yeah, like Brett Kavanaugh. Shooting that, and then it was like where I was essentially like a FBI paranormal priest, <laughs> like working for the Vatican. <laughs> like, Wait, that was in that one. The uh, what was the one you the about, about? Yeah, like, um, We basically, you know, some demons taking over, and you know, kids are dying, and it's pretty brutal. Because I reading the script was great. 
I knew there was a scene that was just going to be brutal. And it's in the beginning. And it's a simple, essentially this woman just goes in and starts stabbing babies. And I mean, I was like, Jesus Christ, this is intense. Wow. Um, I got it. Was, yeah. Yeah. It was fun. Cause that was with Tobin Bell's and it from, uh, Saul oh, from Saw. Yeah. Yeah. And, but that was wonderful. We were down and like, we were at, uh, Cherubusco studios in Mexico city. Um, which I'm a huge uh, David Lynch's Dune fan. I'm also just a huge fan of the books. I've read every single one like five times. Um, but so it was there and that was cool being in the same studios where they shot that. And, you know, we had all this built like almost like a sort of cartel tunnels that they had built inside the studio that were yeah. like through. And, um, have you, have you, so when you watch them or have you done one where you're like, oh, wow, I'm scared watching this? Yeah, there, there are like for Sinister 2, I was scared. For The Endless, freaks me out. For some, it is hard to like, because for Belzebub, there was scary stuff, but that is where it gets taken away. It does kind of suck sometimes when I, because I do know how that film did. So I'm seeing it more like, oh, there's my buddy. And oh, I remember that day. Yeah. So it's hard to like lose yourself watching it. Being like in that profession and doing that and seeing all the behind the scenes stuff, does it kind of make it harder to enjoy movies where you're like, it's like seeing behind the curtain. You're like, oh, I know this and I know them. And yeah. There's the ones where it, it totally doesn't. There's still tons where I can just disappear and enjoy it. But there are some, yeah, where you're just kind of like, or you can tell almost like what's going on that day or just even in the way they shoot it, you're like, that's bad. That's not a good way to shoot that. Right. Right. You get caught up in that. I I, I hate like sometimes where you're like, you're happy you get scripts for movies that, you know, will be made and you're like, this is great. But then you also are kind of bummed out because especially if you don't get the job, you're like, well, now I know how it ends. Like, uh." (laughs) Oh yeah. Wow. And now it's ruined for me, you know? So you're like, man, Cause there's been a few, I can't, I can't think of some, but there's some that were either great horror movies that then I now know the twist, you know, or there's yeah, things yeah. Where, oh, that's going to be great. And like, then you see it. You know, you're like, oh yeah. I never thought about that. That's yeah. Bad. It's kind of a bummer. It ruins the surprise. Like, you know? fuck. I know what, the, what happens at the end of Avatar now. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Which I still can't believe they're making. I saw footage for, they're still going to make. They're those. making. Yeah. I can't. Um, so all right so all right so i want so obviously i want to ask you about straight out of compton oh yeah Um, okay so that that's one of my favorite movies i'm a huge uh hip-hop fan and i I, in the you know i got into it really young in the 80s i I grew up in new york city and i you know and i loved you know nwa and eze so were you were you a hip-hop fan no, I mean, like, that was the one thing where, like, I knew them, I knew NWA, I knew, like, I had probably grown up right about the same time where then, I feel like really more when I started hit music would have been more, like, would have been uh, Dr. Dre and then Snoop Dogg and, like, basically right. Sonic album came out. So like, Did you I like started, that? I did, yeah, loved it, you know, but it was still, then would go back and hear stuff, right, you know, growing up, you know everything, you, and then you realize, oh, all these guys, like, uh, uh, Ice Cube and Dr. Dre were in this same group, but no, an ECE, and this is, oh, that's their group. This is NWA, okay. And so I knew all that. I was more like alternative kid, where like Smashing Pumpkins and, and uh, Pearl Jam and Nirvana. Yeah, yeah. You know. And um, you, um, so when you auditioned for that, were you kind of like, I, I mean, what, what was the process of getting that? Was that like a that long process? Because that's like a, I mean, that was a huge movie, right? Who directed F. Gary Gray? F. Gary Gray, yeah. And I, it's one of those things where too, for me in general, 
the ability to self tape um, when you're out of town or things like that now is wonderful for me because there've been a number of jobs I've gotten from that that I would not have gotten if I'd had to go in the room. Right. Because I get nervous. I'm, I have tons of anxiety. I take a lot of medication for it. And so going into rooms sometimes is terrifying. But for that one, because, um, you know, not like your agent would send something. And sometimes it is just put yourself on tape because they're not having in, in live sessions. Or you're out of town. Can you do this? Um, so me and my wife had gone to, we were in North Carolina um, to visit her family. And then we're heading down to Mississippi to visit my family. I think I got the, the thing to do it. I'd sort of put it off. because I was like, they're not going to hire me for this. I, I don't even know. Like, it's, you know, it's like the part I'm like, I don't know what this guy is. And I kept looking up stuff and there was nothing like to tell me who he was or anything sort of. Yeah. You know? All right. And so kind of put it off. Cause like, you need to put that on tape. I was like, I know, but they're not going to hire me. And so she was like, just do it. Shut up. We do this all the time. Just do it. So I was in my dad's office in Mississippi sitting behind the desk, like did the, they had like, three scenes, maybe two of the scenes that are in the movie and did them, sent it off. And then I don't believe I heard a word about it. I, I want to say it was like five weeks later. I, I mean, it was a long time went by. When you, when you looked at the tape, did you, what were you like? Oh, that was, I, I did a good job or. Yeah. Like, and it's always like for most of it, I can go like, Oh yeah, no, I, I feel good about that tape or I feel bad, you know, but then I've learned over the years where you're kind of like, this is a total crapshoot. There is no way, right. you know, like either they love it or they don't either. You're the one that solved their problem or you're not, or, you know, like you're great. You're fantastic. You're just not right for this. Okay. Right. Um, so five so weeks went by and, and then yeah, it was basically like, I totally almost forgotten about it. I was sort of like, well, that didn't happen, you know? And I've had to learn over the years too, that, Oh, sometimes five weeks does go by and then you just get a call. It was one where I just got a call. Same for sinister. Those were almost uh, sinister too. They were almost, at the same time where like I auditioned near the same time and then got calls in sort of the same way. And they frustrated and Compton. They were like, yeah, you got it. Yeah. They just called and said, you got the job from the tape. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wow. Never, never met uh, F. Gary Gray until I was on the set. Like the first day. Oh my like, God. <laughs> on tape. Uh, you know, and I get there and they're in the middle. They've been shooting for weeks, I think. And get there, meet all the cast, you know, and like, and I'm a huge Paul Giamatti fan. So that was a huge deal for me, like met him. And, yeah. you know, so did then, you meet like Ice Cube and Dr. I never, Dre? I never got to meet Ice Cube. I did meet Dr. Dre. So I was pretty much just like, holy shit. I, what was that like meeting Dr. Dre? <laughs> Dr. Dre? Like you were just the same thing we talked about before where you're, you're just kind of like, you're Dr. Dre. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're not a person, like you're this thing I grew up seeing my whole life, you know, right. so nice as could be. And, you know, just, hi, how do you do? Nice to meet you. And, but with that, it's always weird. You just sort of are, you forget the person is a person. And yeah. You talk to people and they go about their day and they're just doing their job. And, um, but so and, that was awesome. And like, you play, you play Brian Turner, who, who yeah, is like a right. real person who, um, yes. <laughs> um, founded, priority records and yes. i guess was a record exec at priority yeah did you meet him i did not never met him but like i had there were two different things where i'm trying to think who it was i want to say it was another it was another member of nwa uh and i'm blanking on which member yellow yeah it was yellow that would have been like uh he he was there he's because he stopped too it's like hi talking to me we we're shooting i think it was one scene we had in a parking lot i feel like it was a nighttime thing over there finishing up during the night and 
he was just like, oh man, you were just like him. Like you were, you oh, were doing really? like him. And I was like, I hope so. Cause I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So yeah, like, I've never seen, I, I, all I could find was like stories about him. I couldn't find any actual like him talking. Or, That's interesting. Know. Cause I, I have definitely seen him in interviews. I don't know how easy they would be to find, but I remember seeing him in one talking about like the, the incident, which yeah. they do in the movie. Um, where uh, Ice Cube comes in and just uh, ruins your office. Like, because that's a pretty, I mean, did you know, I mean, that's, had you heard it? That's a pretty notorious hip hop story. Yeah, none of these things, like, there was so much I learned from it. We were like, oh, I did not know this happened. Like, oh, I didn't, like, I knew about the feud, but then I also didn't realize, like, kind of how back and forth it went. And then it was just, like, re-upping on each other, you know? And so that was very eye-opening, where I was like, oh, I didn't know any of this. Yeah. The office, no idea. Because, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a pretty pro- like prominent part in the movie because you're kind of the guy who, um, like I know Jerry Heller is a guy who kind of like hooks, y- you know, you up with them, but you kind of start them, right? Yeah. That and, is a, then, yeah. and then you kind of rip them off. Is that, you basically, you really rip off Ice Cube, right? Yeah. That's the one, yeah. Like, pretty much take advantage of him. <laughs> Do you know how tr- how true that is? Like that. Mu- that's the that's the thing with so many things where you don't. That's the thing also with movies in general, where you're kind of always going. It took a long time to realize, you know, oh, based on a true story, it just means based on a true story. It doesn't mean here are facts. You know, it's like here's a we kind of combine these three people, and now they're this character. Or you know, as far as that, I want to say. I feel like O'Shea said it was pretty, pretty dead on, um, which was weird with O'Shea anyway, where it was like- That's, a, that's his son? Son, yeah, and you are just like, man, you sound exactly like this man. <laughs> like, this yeah, is, yeah, that must have um, been weird. It was, and I feel like it was really nice to see though him too, where he was awesome, really nice guy. Like everybody in the cast were like, so nice, so down to earth, so like just nice. They were just great. And like, hey, good to see you again, come on in. Um, and it was a really great set. Like everybody there seemed to be like really just there to make this movie, you know, like everybody was excited. Yeah. And, you know, so it was a really nice, like I loved being there the days I got to be there. That's um, a, um, it's a really, really well done movie. Like it, it did a great it, job. I will say of like uh, sort of like biopics or anything. I think it's a great one. Like I really love the way they did it. So. Yeah. And do you, um, cause you know, I, I love the scene where you're like, um, you're promising him after the, he's like, I'm going to do an album. And you're like, yeah, I can't give you any money. But the <laughs> yeah, second sorry. one, yeah. And yeah, I was always like watching it. Like, what do you, what do you mean you can't give him any money for that sorry. one? And then the second, I know, and then the second one, you're like, yeah, I can't give you money for that one. And I was I'm always so like, sorry. Oh. <laughs> like so pissed off. Like, yeah, um, we're just screwing this guy. Well, that was even like with the, with the scene was a blast because it was sort of, they had, two maybe three sets of everything in the room you know like what was going to be broken they had three backups so like they had maybe maybe it was two backups and it was amazing doing the scene because we really had to choreograph it out because they were like we only get like two or three shots of this so right and it was fun because uh uh, fk gray was basically like be listening because if anything goes wrong i am shouting cut and just stop because we don't have any you know we don't have enough of these things right 
And so even on the first, the first take, we were about to go. And I, I feel like O'Shea was getting ready to like rearing back with the bat. And you just feel like, God, no, <laughs> like stop, stop. You know, because the, the camera was off. Something was just oh, right, so right. like, not me. it was just like, so, or the sound was kind of, you know, yeah and yeah man when he was destroying that thing it was not hard screaming because it was terrifying really i was gonna ask yeah what was that so you were like right there like oh, how- yeah i was there the whole time while he's just smashing shit up and they had i think they had maybe two cameras going on that one maybe three i, I want to say they had two because they're just trying to catch everything as much as they can while they only have so many chances to do it right and, uh, right and yeah it was terrifying but then the best too is that i had to then i finished you know we did it it was amazing wonderful great time I get a call like a few weeks later where they were kind of like, need you to come in for ADR. It's all right. There was, you know, like one line, another scene we need to clean up or something like this. And then they were like, we kind of overmodulated the sound on that scene. So we need you to do all of that again, but here in the booth. <laughs> so, you mean like you screaming? Me screaming, all of that. So you screaming was ADR'd in? I don't know for sure. I think they kept the original because even, uh, 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 Gary Gray was basically like, I want to have it because I. He's like, I think the original will work, but we yeah, there's just a couple places where we're worried about. So maybe let's do it. Let's have it. Hearing it back, I'm like, that's I'm pretty almost 100. That's me at the moment because like right. when I did it again. I was sort of like, no, you didn't quite go like that way. So I was like, yeah. So yeah, I've had that before too. Where there was one where I had to rescue somebody from a pool that was dying, and then they we missed the sound. Can you come back in and do all of that in the booth? Like, yeah, great. <laughs> What's that like? Is that just like so hard to be like, great, okay, I got to do this dramatic thing just in a booth yeah. now. It was really hard. Cause it was like, my brother had just been shot. I dive into the pool to like pull him out of the pool. I'm screaming for help. Yeah. And I had to do it all in the booth, you know? And, yeah. and it works. I, I would be one of the only people who knows it's not, you know, there but it's, it was it was weird you were just kind of like yeah they're like we're, we want to put you in a situation where this would be the hardest for you to do is that cool like do you want a water okay great <laughs> i feel like that's like showbiz right they're like yeah we're gonna make this as hard as, po- as possible for you to be good in this worse like great um, um so when that so w- when you did that were you kind of like oh cool what i don't know what that movie is gonna be you know like yeah. did you have any idea it would be a big movie I, I did i mean as far as like when i got the script i i that was when because sometimes too you do get scripts where you'll be like uh, I'm, I'm running out of time like I, i'm gonna read this much try and get this far or just, that's when where you peel through you're like this is amazing this is just great i also yeah. i mean i did know like he was a huge director I knew they'd been trying to get this done for years where you like, they, they keep trying to do this film and reading it. It was great. I was just like, this Oh really? Great. Like the script yeah, I was, read I was like, this will be great. Um, and then once you start seeing who they were casting, you're like, yeah, this is going to be a great movie. Yeah. Um, that movie is cast so well. That's, that's another thing I noticed about it. Like, that's it, it it really like helps everyone in the everyone the guy who i mean all of them are cast like perfectly oh they're great like yeah because i know like jason mitchell crazy is he's amazing he's like so fucking perfect and no, he's, he's perfect it was it was one of those where like and he had done some stuff 
four, but he was not, he'd only done a few things. It was not like, yeah, he was was like a real, like, I was like, holy shit, who is this guy? And then, you know, O'Shea, you know, the the son, and then the guy who played Dr. Dre. He's great. It's a Hawk and Corey. Yeah, yeah. He's, and then, um, so then uh, that that probably is what happened with you. They probably saw your tape and there must have been an essence because it wasn't just like they all look exactly like them. It was very like they kind of looked like them, but also like there was like an essence they all had that was that, very that's much all i keep going is maybe and because i mean i know they got tons of tapes for that so because and not having a good framework i'm like whatever it was i did just fit enough in their mind for like right. oh that's him okay cool just you know oh he's a good actor he knows what he's doing and yeah he fits the part he talks like that's it, right? why it's really interesting you say that they cast you just from the tape so it's like the fact that it's cast that well, I don't know. They must've had an amazing casting people or sometimes too. That's what even like, cause having my wife be a casting director, it's always amazing to see kind of the inside of it where you are, you, you'll see, cause there's also been casting things where I've had to like jump through nine different hoops where it'll be like, and we need to come back again. Uh, we need you to come back again. Can you come back in again one more time? Um, but it's amazing to see like she'll show me tapes where she'll be going through submissions or going through who they narrowed it down to and you can go you're like both of these actors are amazing like they right. both do great but this guy is just the part like does she does, does that help like does she like will she help you like when you're trying to get ready and tell you kind of what you're what you should be doing or what yeah. they're looking for that if actually I, is a really smart idea to marry a casting director. Bad luck, man. I mean, and I don't even like her that much. I was just like, I want to get more work. So let me. I know. Like, it's perfect. So Hollywood. Was, yeah, but you know, like, I, I think her name's like Chrissy, Christine. It's something. I don't know. Like, yeah. Well, you but, know. But she, it's one of those where like she, she's, if I listen to her, if I get out of my own ego and just listen, then usually I'll get the job. She's like, stop, shut up. I know what I'm talking about. Just do this. You're like, yes, <laughs> you're right. Wow. That's great. More people, so more actors should do that. Never, she doesn't bullshit me. She's always very good about, um, has she ever cast you in anything? She did one movie. Like we were, uh, it was, um, and one of those two, that would be another one where I was like, limited money, limited uh, time to shoot, but one of the best times ever filming. It's a movie called The Kitchen. Um, you can find it. I think it's still streaming on different stuff. It used to be on Amazon, maybe on Netflix. And um, Chrissy was casting it. I watched her through the whole process. We'd only been here maybe a couple of years in LA. And it was fun watching that because you would see people drop out or they couldn't work out the deal or, oh, we, or we actually wanted this person and now they're not available or we did get exactly who we wanted. They kept going around for this one part and I was always saying like, oh, that guy would be great. Then that one didn't work out or this or that. They had me go in. She was like, you're right for this stuff and you have enough of established like career. You know, it's not weird for me to put you forward. I'm like, right, oh, right. Um, and so went in did a great job. It's like, yeah, but you know, and, and even one of the characters I went in for, I'm like, I'm not really right for this, but I've got an idea for it. Let me try it. Did it. And you know, felt good about it, but I'm like, I'm not that guy. Like this should be more effortless and I'm having to put too, too much effort. Um, and then they weren't, you know, they were like, no, I don't think it's you, but then ended up going to, they were having a sort of like just get together party with um, the director, the producers, all of them, you know, and just kind of a hangout went there with them and I feel like it was almost from that party I got the job because they they were kind of like we love your audition we love you and once they were just hanging out with me then they were like we like yeah it's him let you know right right that that helps so, a lot but that would have never happened if I didn't know Chrissy and hadn't been at that party to go hang out you know so yeah but 
that was one where it's always weird going in for your wife. Like I had a friend back in New York who's a commercial casting, uh, who works in commercial and, and casting director there. And we knew each other before he was doing that. And then suddenly you're going in for your buddy because then one day he's running sessions and, you know, we were just like, this is weird. <laughs> is it weird too? Because you're like, she might be like, oh, I can't cast you in it or like. But, and she's, the, the good thing, at least for us, that is nice is that I, I've been fortunate enough to have enough jobs that that if it if I ever am brought up, it's not weird. You know, they're like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. come in or like, yeah. It's not come. like you're like, oh, you should cast my husband. Yeah, he yeah, um, works you know? at Dwayne Reed. And that's the thing where it's always a little like, because and if it was that, I'd be more like, yeah, I'm, I don't want to do this. Right, right. Um, so when so w- when Straight Outta Compton came out, did that like w- was that something that kind of like bumped you up a little bit or how did that? <laughs> Because it was I mean, such a huge move. I mean, and I, I, I know they thought it would be, you know, successful, but I, I think it, like, exceeded their expectations even. I do, I do think it, like, I do think they knew it would be a good movie and would have success. I don't think they knew how big it would be. Because it was huge. It was, but, like... Because even one day when they were, when we were filming, it might have been, like, my third or fourth day there or something, like, they showed some footage. Like, they were kind of like, hey, guys, come here and, you know we're sitting around in our chairs and just were like, we, I want to show you some of this. Like maybe a period grade said like, you don't need to see this. I want to remind you all what we're doing, you know? And with that, everybody's watching like, Oh shit, this is going to be good. You know? It, yeah. It was very, I, and for them, it was nice to see those actors see how good they were doing, you know? Right. Right. And, and from that, I think you work on like, Oh, it's going to be a good movie. And then, but I, I do still think no matter what they were surprised at just, you know, because you also go, oh, it's obviously a great movie, but sometimes you don't necessarily get massive box office. Yeah. They got a huge box office for that. And, yeah. But yeah, um, but that was a good good year because I had ended up, was on Quantico, was in Montreal shooting that, went to the theater to go see that movie, and Sinister 2 was playing at the same time. So really? I was like, I two movies in a the theater. Like, this is wait, amazing. wait. Sinister 2 came out the same time as Straight Outta Compton? Yeah, I want to say they were in the theater at the same time it overlapped for just a bit or like oh right? wow so, that's so amazing I, I got them very close together and was like oh okay cool um but wow yeah, but that's that's unbelievable like it didn't that's the weird thing with the work anyways like it doesn't some things like you it's it's that weird like you're only as good as your next thing or like but like the you know like it doesn't necessarily bump you up in a way it does like you get more credit there are things where like oh you were in that or you did this but there was another movie I did years before that where I kind of was the first one where I was with like a big star. I had a great part in was like, oh, I think this is going to make things take off and I don't have to audition anymore or something, you know? Yeah. And the movie comes out and it was fine. And then, but you're also like, yeah, no, nothing changed. And you're like, right. Cause it doesn't matter. <laughs> Wait, what movie was that? Uh, a movie called Remember Me. It was with. Robert oh yeah, yeah. Is that with Robert Pattinson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was the last thing I shot in New York because then I left for LA shortly after that. And so is I that what's weird? Is that a thing that's weird? Like I think people don't understand. I think like you know people on the outside are like, oh, they did this movie. That's it. They're like, so yeah, no. they're sad. But it's like, well, no. But I still. I mean, so did you? kind of going in have an attitude of like you weren't expecting that i think i guess you were into problems when you're kind of like well i understand i did this like now i'm over this that was the first time i've like kind of i was never that way of like but i was in this you know like i always know where to like i'm still going to keep working hard and still i do think that was one where i thought 
oh, it'll be much easier to get my next job. You know, like, oh, I was, I was in that film. So they'll be like, oh, that guy from that movie. And yes. Have, have, did that, has that ever happened for you? Were you were... Um, I don't think so. It definitely was easier. Let's say, I think after Quantico was a very nice bump on just, cause I, I had tested for like, I don't know. I mean, auditioned on stuff, but it tested, been flown out to LA, gone in, been the second runner up for a series like 20 times at that point. And oh. I just didn't get the job. And then that was my first, that was my second pilot to ever book. And, and first, um, after auditioning for forever. Did they then, pick that up pretty fast? They did. That was like, cause they, I'm trying to think we, we shot the pilot and then we knew by the time, like, cause normally upfronts roll around like in May, we shot the pilot and shoot, I don't remember when we shot it, but, but picked it up. We, you know, had a good feeling. Okay. They picked it up after that. And after I finished that show was the first time of, Oh, okay. I can now say I have an earned quote. I've been on this show. You know, I've been on the show. It was successful. And that was a big and show, right? It was. They did great. They had like three seasons. Uh, you know, I was throughout the first season. I was a regular on it for the whole first season. And we shot like 21 episodes. Um, I got to go out as a hero. And then like, from that was much easier getting my next right job. right just at least people going like we know you we know what you've been on we know you're reliable and you know you're easy on set great did that become a thing where people start recognizing you yeah <laughs> Is it, i feel like that was because i mean i remember seeing promos for that all the time and they yeah. and they featured you a lot um it was it was, it was fun for because then that was the that well also for straight out of Compton, it was hilarious because i had we were shooting in Montreal when that came out. We were still filming, wrapping up our season for Quantico. And my wife took me uh, for like birthday party. We went like uh, axe throwing. That was a new thing at that point. <laughs> and then like went and had beers somewhere else. And like this guy who worked there kept kind of looking at me. And, but he was looking at us and I thought he was looking at the other two actors that were with me because they were much better known. And then suddenly so he was like, straight out of Compton. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, Oh my God, you're great. I just saw you want, you know, and I was like, Oh, thanks so much, man. You know? And so it was really weird to be noticed more than the other friends for the first time. And I was like, Oh, that's awesome. Like, right. Right. But, but anytime in like airports would be a lot for Quantico. For Quantico. Have you been to have, what, what is the one that's the most that they, is I, it for I Quantico? Quantico is probably the most, I get that the most when traveling and, and then, Straight out of Compton would probably be like second for being people like like I know you from somewhere. Yeah, I was gonna say, does that happen a lot where people are a like, lot. Yeah, I, I know. Get a lot. Yeah, like I get the stare, I get the like, eh. but it's so the only thing that's weird about it is is I try sometimes. I'm not sure because it's always weird. It's almost embarrassing, but you're because you don't want to list your resume, you know? So yeah. Like if they don't know, a lot of times I'll be like, well, I'm on TV. I don't know. Maybe that's it. You know. But then the worst one, they'll be like, you'll be like, well, I was in a show called Quantico. Like, no. That's not yeah, it. yeah. What about this? No. No. Well, I said, and then you're eventually listing your entire resume and you're like, well, I don't know. Like, Yeah, <laughs> I had a, I, ha I have a friend who, who's an actor and he was like yeah. in movies and stuff and he, we'd go out and it was in New York and all the time people would be like, Hey man, you've been here before, right? <laughs> like, no. And I, you know, I could see it in his face. He was used to it. And, um, yep. and then I remember I had a friend we met and my friend was like, yeah, I know you. What, what were you in? And he was like, I'm not, he was like, I really I don't, don't want to, I could tell he was over that he had gone through that for like years. And he was like, mm -hmm. I'm not 
listening to movies I'm in anymore. Um, you just feel stupid after a while because you are sort of, it's embarrassing. You know, you're just like, I, I really want to know what it is you saw me in and I'd love to, hey, you know. Yeah. But, uh, is it weird? I mean, is it annoying or like? No, no, no. no. I, I always, Chrissy's like, you like it, don't you? I'm like, yeah, I kind of do. It's very nice. Yeah, yeah. That, I, I would um, think that'd be cool. It's never, I, I get how it's got to be a nightmare for people who are, who are celebrities, you know, who are, if it's. Their whole life is it? Yeah. Cause I mean, you just realize, I always think about like, if I ever see somebody like you might think you're the first person who's just, I just went, Hey, you're great you were actually the 85th person that day who has done that to them. So, you know, even if you're just kind of like, I just want to say good job, you know, simple nod and a wink sometimes or just like, you know, it's yeah. um, for me though, it's great because it's, it's fairly rare. So then it is always, everybody I've ever met is really nice. They're so nice about it. I feel very thankful that I get the opportunity to even be on a show they would recognize me from, you know, where you're like, yay, I work. <laughs> like, thank God. I, right, right. I um, and then also normally it's just nice to get to meet them. It's normally like, well, what's your name? Oh, hi. You know, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. I work here and oh, cool. Like what, you know, that's um, cool. You haven't had any weird ones where you're just like, can you get no, away from me? There's, there's never been anybody like, um, I don't think I've ever had anybody really be weird about it. Like, um, no, cause like I've lucked out and that's what I also feel about other people too. I know that they've gotten some weird people, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Like, yeah. All right. Um, especially for women, I know it's a lot harder because there's a lot of creeps. I had a friend oh, who's, um, who was on a show who then we were all at a bar and, you know, it was just a little too creepy. You were just kind of like, oh, man. And I was like, you get that a lot. And it's just like, yeah. Like, I'm yeah, so that must be a nightmare. <laughs> like, um, like, but that's cool. I mean, you're like at a good level where it's kind of like yeah, you it's, get it's, it, can, but you can you know, live. Soul, or if somebody says it, it brightens my day, you know? And yeah, you say, yeah. I'm just like, man, thank you. You made my day. Like, I really appreciate you, you know, so... You made my day. Now, now get away from me. <laughs> no, good. Now, please go, go, go. <laughs> now, don't ever talk to me again. Um, I uh, so yeah, so you've been in LA for like ten years. Yeah, it's been uh, yeah, because we got here like two thousand. It'll be ten years uh, this January. And yeah. did you move there because like you wanted to, or, or were, were people like, "Hey, you have to come out here if you want to like, do this"? It was kind of a half and half because I kept um, things were good in New York because I, I that was I just uh, finished up. Uh, Remember me wasn't it just finished like maybe half a year before that, six months before, and you know work was good. I was happy there, um, but then I I met Chrissy, met my wife, who then we we've been dating for about six months, and we had planned. We were like, "All right, we love each other. We want to move in together." my lease was coming up, you know, like, all right, let's figure that out. And then she had a job that um, she had just left and basically just was left a bad taste in her mouth and was sort of like, I, I got to get out of here, you know? And, and yeah, I had had to fly out to LA enough. I kept having to fly out to test and not get the job. And so it's like, I'm tired of flying because also I hate it and it terrifies the hell out of me. But, um, Oh really? Oh God. Yeah. I'm, I, I have to take uh, a lot of Xanax to get on a plane. It's re it's really bad. Yeah, it's like, bad. It's one, of, it's one of those where I used to be great on it. I had a really weird flight where nothing was major. I just, we had just enough where it was like, felt like we were just about to start the nosedive into, into the water. And, um, oh man, that flipped me out. It's been ever since then. I, you know, no matter how much I fly, it's still, I can't get Yeah, it never, I don't really have it bad, but I, I do have it. Like whenever I'm like, oh yeah, I have to fly tomorrow. I'm always like, fuck. Yeah, it's. It, I had to start learning to like try because it would ruin a whole week where I'd just be like, that's coming wow. up. It's coming up. 
and have gotten that down to a certain level. Because like, you, I'm, I mean, you probably have to fly all the time, right? Yeah. Well, that was even like, cause I, the other, another show I had done, uh, the brave, that was the best for it. Cause we shot that in New Mexico. And I, I, my, my wife and kids were here because we were kind of like, I, I would end up almost only shooting one day cause we would shoot all our scenes in about a day. So I rented a really terrible apartment there and would almost fly back every week. I was, you know, but it was an hour and a half. I kind of could get used to it. It was like, yeah, right. yeah. Um, this last one from, uh, cause we were in Jersey for Lincoln and that the like five hour flights, just I can do an hour and a half of a bad flight, five hours, right. I, you know. I'm but, okay. But, I'm okay. Once we take off, I feel like the scariest part of flying is taking off. No, that's, that's mine. Mine is, I agree with that. Cause somebody was like, man, that's morbid. The, uh, I'm basically like taking off. Cause a lot of people get scared of landing. I'm like, no, no, no landing. It's almost over. If I, die I know landing, off. I'm always like, well, we're down. So yeah, you know, if something's going to happen, we're already no, down I'm here. It's lower than we're going to plumb. Yeah. Yeah. That's and how I feel about landing. Yeah. And then like in the takeoff though, is the worst for me because now it's starting, you know? I'm just well, and also it's like, you're going, it's so like, you're just not moving and then all of a sudden you're in oh, the yeah. air <laughs> okay. and then you're going up. It just feels like oh, that's where things, well, it's also, yeah, that and like, that's where everything could go wrong. Once yeah, you're up that. there, you know, you're pretty you're good. There. Like, yeah. well, that's, I'm like, it took me a long time to try and like really look into like, no planes are designed to, even though you're going faster, they're still made to like to glide. That's the whole reason, you know? So like, okay. But I watched way too many like uh, seconds, uh, seconds from disaster. Oh yeah, like, that's great for you. <laughs> and it would be like this one wire in the uh, you know the air conditioning system frayed. But that yeah, might be the it's thing. <laughs> it is one of those things. You, I guess you just kind of have to like you know release yeah. your con- yeah, you know, stop, sense stop of control. Yeah. All right, so th- I want to. So I, this is another thing I just want to ask you, and we'll we'll wrap this up. But. Um, so since you're since it's Halloween coming up and you're so into horror movies, are there what are some like horror movies that are your favorite horror movies? Uh, yeah. uh, my Mike is like I was like the other of day. all time or anything recent. My 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 favorites of all time, like so like I say like top five or somewhere. Um, and I, I'm glad they they got it sort of kind of right with their most recent thing. But um, the Haunting, the original 1963, that was the first uh horror movie or like scary ghost story i'd ever seen um my mom was like i just said i want to watch scary movies she was like all right this one might it's terrifying it's i've never seen that who's in it watch it it's uh i i cannot think of any of the actors they all basically did that movie you know did they that's the one they remade they remade it years later with like uh, Owen Wilson. Wilson and that do not have not a fan because <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, because they they had a good cast and then I feel like they totally butchered the story. They got way away from what it was originally and it just bad. The yeah, bad, but like because the best part with this one is it's black and white. The main actor and she's fantastic. All the actors do a great job. Like and then the main actor and most of these people didn't really. You don't know them. You know them from some stuff, but you're not right. like, oh, it's, you know. That's cool, yeah. though, because those horror movies you see where you're like, oh, I don't know them. They, maybe they really did yeah. die. That's the thing. They disappear into it. Like, even the sign actors, there's this woman who delivers a speech that then they did fit into. Because um, the uh, the Haunting of Hill House, um, they did for Netflix. That series is great. They did a good job with that. And then they kept in some of these elements from this movie and the, the book, the original book. 
Um, that guy who directed Haunting of Hill House, what's it? Do you know his name? I can't. I cannot think of it. But I he also, did Doctor Sleep, right? He's kind yeah, of like a yeah. he's kind of like a new horror guy, okay, right? He also, I think, just did the Black Manor one, or and then his wife is in those. And it's weird because my wife uh, sort of helps run a uh, mom's group called uh, The Pile. That's like 900 women that I still think kind of control LA and nobody knows it. <laughs> but her wife, uh, I think she's in it with them. So Chris, like, oh, that's my friend, you know? Like, oh, that's awesome. Um, um, but she, that that one is my top. Like, because they, they really, that's do, your top one. They do so much stuff with atmosphere, like the the like sort of Dutch angles and these like just the the soundtrack to it. The it's amazing. Like I would and it say, does, it's aged well. Where it's oh, still- I think so, tremendously. Yeah, it's a great. There's only like let's say maybe one or two like jump scares in it. The rest okay. is all just sort of atmosphere. That's good. I, I like the I like more yeah. the atmosphere ones. What's an, what, what's another uh, one? Uh, the others I have, like I still think uh, the thing, uh, the John Carpenter, uh, the thing is one of the best movies. I just think one of the best movies. That yeah, have. yeah. I was just watching a thing about like a you know uh, Eli Roth has this series about horror. Oh movies. yeah, yeah. I just found that. Yeah. And um, they were talking about how when that came out, it got panned by the critics. Oh, yeah, the critics ripped it to pieces. And like, it's a really good. It's it's actually like probably one of his best movies, right, John I mean, Carpenter? Yeah, because I think like. Uh, I think it for me is better. It, it for me is bigger than Halloween for me. I just, I just love the like the effects are like amazing. Oh, they're phenomenal! And the guy who did, I'm blanking on the, the main effects guy's name, but he was like 23 when he did those effects. Yeah, is it? Um, they it's, said it in the thing. I forgot his name. I will not be able to think of it. I'd have to Google it. It's not Rick Baker, right? No. No, uh, no, no, I don't believe it's Rick Baker. It's I, I kind of yeah. Um, but that's like, what the, I, I have to rewatch that because I have not seen it for like 20 years. Oh, it, I mean, it's like that one. Oh, go back and look because it's also one of my favorite. I love anything that's like an enclosed space, like where you can't get out. You know, anything that's like you're all on this ship or you're all in this house. Right. Like, so you love Alien too? Oh, God, it's fantastic. Yeah. Like that's that one. Uh, Is that one of your top ones? It'd be somewhere in there. It's probably like top 10 because then I okay. even try to put that on there. I'm like, it's 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 one of the best. Like atmosphere for that, it essentially is also just a horror movie. It's just a ghost story, or here's the you know beast that's coming to kill you all. Um, the Descent, I think, is one of the best ones. That's um, a good one. Scared the hell out of me. It's another one where you're like, for me, I'm also sort of like with that movie. You could take away the like creatures in it and just have you're trapped in a cave system. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's really and also the way it ends is very oh, haunting. Yeah, like it's so good with that. And then um, the ending's really upsetting. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 upsetting. You're just like I'm so but you're also like uh eh. cuz then uh which mine do anything where a kid dies cuz then even like in the beginning where her, you know, husband and daughter die. Yeah. So, you know, like it's those are tough now especially as a It's a real good like almost like yeah, cuz it's cool how the descent is is kind of describing what's happening to her too. Like she's descending oh, yeah. into madness. Oh, yeah. Like so, it's like because that's where yeah, because like she's totally falling apart in there, and then kind of comes to her, and then yeah, coming out of like the ground, we're just covered in blood. And, um, what's that? What the? Uh, wait, what? No, no. What are the other ones? The other? Oh, the other ones I've got because basically I would say that my other sinister is on my list. I think it's one of the really best. the top five. Yeah, and it's also terrifying. That's another one that. Again, I think like with family stuff, having kids, then anything that's like, because the videos with the families are dying are freaking terrifying. Yeah. A lot of me. 
I'm a big ghost story haunting fan. Those are some of my favorites. So uh, Conjuring, I thought was fantastic when they did it. And, but then I'm also a huge slasher fan. So then I go back to like Friday the 13th, two, four, and six. Or like, really? Those are the ones you think are the best ones? Yeah. And okay. I, I watch all. Like I watch Why, why those? Two, I think, I still, a lot of people hate the, uh, the bag over his head. I love the bag. No, I think that's actually really, that's a really scary look in any, whenever you see a bag over her head. Yeah, you're just like, yeah. (laughs) And then, like, the, the, him still not being, like, superhuman yet. Yeah. Just kind of maybe, you know, messed up. Oh, yeah, and also it was his his first one, basically. Yeah, because mom was the one who did it on the first one. Yeah, yeah, people always forget that. Like it's one of the it's amazing, but I feel like I like two more because I also like the main um, girl is the main. Yeah, she's a great Amy uh, Steele. Uh, wait, what? Her name's Amy Steele. Is that it? Yeah, that's really. <laughs> I know a lot of like weird. Well, she's like, she's fantastic, and then like uh, four is just the best because like it's was Crispin Glover's in it. It's a great one for then Jason dying, uh, Tommy Jarvis, you know uh, Corey Feldman. Yeah, pieces. And then six though is hilarious. Like it's yes, like six is like has funny lines in it. Yeah, they like that one. They sort of they have a nice mix of like we're gonna have nice kills, but we're also gonna have a nice like just kind of we're gonna have a little fun. Doesn't it? It opens with like they're pimp parodying James Bond. Yes, that's one where he comes through and like slashes the sort of yeah yeah yeah. The the sixth one is like has a lot of funny parts. Yeah, it's, it's a fun time, and I'm like, and I also love the way that one's one where I love the way Jason looks in that one i like the way he walks in that one a lot of people are like kane hoddard fans i do love his movement but i really dig the way the guy in six kind of moves i don't know i just like did you uh and then the ones after i think one of the worst ones is uh the the manhattan one god man jason takes manhattan which could have been like it could have been really good but it's just like the problem is they like literally shot like one scene in Manhattan. In Manhattan, no, the whole thing is on a boat. <laughs> the whole thing's on a boat, and then they get to Manhattan, and then they like stay in an alley for like thirty yeah, no, minutes. No, you're just like, I know you are in Canada right now. Like, yeah, not, that's so. That's what annoyed me. Out of Times Square, you know. That's literally like the only thing they shot there. Yeah, that was um, it. And then like, and I know that's budget. And I know that's, but you're like, you can't sell that and not have it there. Just don't have it there. You know? Yeah. Um, um like it's and then um and then going through like because i'm trying to think i wrote i did write like what were my other um oh that was one that i think uh they finally put it out on netflix i had seen it back when it came out and then uh session nine i think is amazing um oh i've never seen that check it out i, I dig it i want to say it's on netflix now they just finally put it out because i i had the dvd i had to eventually i used to have it on vhs and then like lost it when i was moving and got rid of all my vhs tapes and then um and ended up buying it again on dvd and then they just finally put it on streaming but um it's great it's a nice like contained very um mental hospital guys are going to clean it right up. right it's great and then also then it worked now with that director twice and that was one where I geeked out. I sometimes geek out. Wait, wait, you worked with that director? Yeah, it's uh, he's uh, freaking Brad uh, Anderson, and he's he shot the pilot for the TV show The Brave I was on, and then he shot another episode of Lincoln uh, that we did. And I love him. He it was so cool. I kind of because he also did the the mechanic. He wrote and directed that. Yeah, um, oh, the the remake, right? Yeah. Uh, no, no, sorry, not the mechanic, the uh, machinist. Uh, sorry, with the uh, oh, with Kristen Bale. Bale. Yeah. But 
it was just that's when I geeked out. I was like, I really love Session Nine. It's amazing. Like he's like, oh yeah, I'm glad you like it. It's like yeah, it's it's amazing. I'm a huge horror fan. Um, are there any are there any horror genres that you just don't like? Like um, I'm not I'm not a big uh, torture porn. That's one where I'm yeah, just, like I'm you not, didn't like um, Hostel or any of that stuff. I, that was the thing. It's like in the day, because I, I feel like I saw. I think I saw Hostel in the theater. I know I saw Saw in the theater, which the first Saw is not as sort of torture porn that it right. went to. First one's kind of like, okay, there's some really graphic kills, but it's not this just like, now you're just going to watch people be tortured. Like, all right. Yeah. Um, Hostel, yeah. I, like, I watched it, and I was like, eh, I just, it's, it's, it's for me, it gets a little too, cl- I get, I have a little too much empathy on that where I am like, I can imagine myself or my friend. Yeah, I, you know, it's, it's, what's annoying is it, is hostile is, is like a good premise. Yeah, it's a like great it could, it could, it's like a, it's a good plot and it's yeah. scary. It's just like when they start showing them like drilling into their leg, I'm yeah. like, I don't want to, yeah. like, who wants to see that? That's, that's it. Once it goes to like, I still like a little bit of like, I want, I don't mind gore, I don't mind it, but I, I do like a little bit of cutting. Or like, if you're gonna do it, I don't need you to literally spend two minutes sawing a person in half. I'm like, ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I agree. I, I never understood the appeal. I can't. I, I, I watch Hostel, but I always turn away. Um, yeah, that's, yeah. It just, it just was not my thing. And that's, that goes too for like some remakes they started doing. Because for me, I can never watch. Um, I, I watched the original Hills Have Eyes a long time ago. And it's it's really intense. It's a bit too much for me. Is it like vi? Is it violent? It's it's violent. I also get really anything that gets uh, into rape becomes a big thing for me. Where I'm okay, just, I, I don't need that. I don't. I've seen enough films with it, or you know, and I know it it, it is a part of life and has to be that yeah recover. But I'm like, if I can avoid this, I really don't want to. It is amazing. Wes Craven really kind of like had that, that a lot because that was the last house on the left. It's another one that's just. I did you have you ever seen that one? I did. I watched it because we. I kind of went through watching. This was I saw both of those in college, and had gone through like I'd always go like, what list of things do I need to have seen or what you know learn about? That was another one where that was one I just couldn't stomach. That so, one's really, like, really rough. rough. Like that's it's, it's, a. Uh, there's like thirty minutes of like torture in that yeah, movie. It's, it's one where I'm like I can't. Well, and also with those two is they're so. 70s you know or like that they're so so they feel too real too yeah that's the thing they're even they just there's no real distance at all and you are just like i just i'm just watching someone be assaulted i don't yeah that's why i was saying before when like the people are in the movie that don't you they they don't really become famous so you're like texas chainsaw massacre do you like that or no 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 no. i was saying but nobody from it you don't know nobody went on you know so you think yeah you're like so you're like i don't know maybe those people are dead i don't um, like that's one too where i look because texas chainsaw massacre is it's it's amazing. I don't watch it a lot. It's one of those where I've maybe seen twice. You know, there's some where I'm like, I love it. It's amazing. I really don't want to go back to it. Like, I, yeah, I, the, it is. A, it's a hard. That's a that is a scary fucking yeah. movie. That one like, that gets so close to like I know these things exist. Yeah, <laughs> like, that, that this is not real far from a reality. You know, where right? Like, no, nope, some of these things have happened because like even with that, there was sort of like. No, we took parts of like Ed Gein, or we, you know, that's same for like Psycho. That's where they took it from. I was reading about Ed Gein, and okay, here's this. Let me see what's there, and um, and because I would say those are the ones I just can't. Well, and then too, they did the remake for The Hills Have Eyes that they did in like the '90s. Did you like that I one? 
No, man, that was maybe early 2000s. And that was one of the ones where I was just like, I can't watch this. And even a friend had a, because he said before, and he was sort of like, yeah, because you, you really love your family and you love your extended family. And I got a feeling because there's so much like, and the family's murdered and, you know. Right, right. You're violent, you know, and you're like, I, I don't need I'm that. And that's also, that goes to work where I'm like, there'll be parts you, you are going to audition for and stuff. And those are ones I avoid. I'm just kind of like, I love horror films. I do not want to play a rapist. Like, thank you very much. I'm right, right. Headspace. I, I have no desire to do it. I understand people go for Oscars with that. So I don't want it. Like, yeah, I think that's a good attitude to have. Yeah, it just, it's, it's one where I, and I am also very much like, it's been so, it's also been so abused in film where it's, it's become this almost trope where you're like, let's not, let's not make that cheap now. That's not. Yeah. A, anyway. Yeah. It's, um, I, like Eli Roth just remade Death Wish, and um, I, was, I never saw the I said the Bruce Willis like remake. Yeah, or, and it's yeah, actually pretty I, good, and I was very surprised because you know Death Wish the first one is very uh, gritty and <laughs> and violent. It's just it's very hard to watch. There's like rape and and like he didn't do that in the movie, which I was kind of like the first time I was like, wow, Eli Roth kind of was showing restraint. Oh, like yeah, that's and that's where I'm like sometimes you're just like I I get when you did it at the time, and even that one, it's the same for like camera angles and something about being pulled back that's so disturbing and you're just like because you're just watching this thing unfold and it's yeah, it's yeah. what anyway, about I'll, I'll, just, I'll dive off of that topic <laughs> yeah yeah uh, what about I'll, um I'll, just what about nightmare on elm street that's one i want oh, to not yet like, that's really because i uh and also i did a recently though uh because because when i was in jersey shooting this other tv show my wife and kids were out there and then Chrissy had to come back for some work stuff and she thought she was coming immediately back and it turned out she needed to stay. So I was like, I was on set. So I was like, well, I, we don't have any childcare here. We do still have our school there. So I ended up flying the kids back and then flew back to Jersey and stay. And so the last few like weeks in Jersey, I did myself. And it was around like Halloween and going through. So I just went through everything. I was like, all right, she, cause my Chrissy, really good sport and really does love a lot of good, like good scary movies. If it gets into gore, she's not into it. So I was like, well, I can, I can dive into all my gore stuff. So I went through every Friday the 13th again, like went back through every nine round Elm street again, started yeah. by going through all the uh, Halloweens, like, you know, all the Halloweens. Oh, I grew up. I mean, I love them. I, I mean, every day would be going as a kid to get another horror movie. Like every weekend was like, okay, and now I'm going to watch that one. I'm going to watch this one. Um, um, what do you what do you think of Halloween three? Oh, uh, three! <laughs> it's insane. I do you like it? Because I mean, I I like I, it. I hate it. That's the thing is, I I almost would say I like it more than I do two. Yeah, two is not good. Two is kind of a bad man. It just doesn't. One was so amazing and changed the whole game and was this whole new. And then two, since they tacked it on to be which which I do like that it's just continuing you know it's like i actually really like that that's because i feel I like I, that element, but then i've only also, seen that like done like twice where they they pick it up right after where the other one ends it's what's another because there's another one that does that we almost well like, it's not a horror movie the only movie i can think of that does that is porky's two. Oh, that's great i haven't seen that in so long it's the only other movie i can think of where they they start the sequel right after where the first one and it it's weird like I don't know why more people didn't it's that's always what I thought was cool about Halloween too like well but actually like, now, now we're even saying it because they do do that on um is it they do it in Friday the Thirteenth um four yeah it's four because they or it's when no it's it's 
Is it three? Because it, three, it, it, four starts right after three. I'm pretty yeah, sure. So it's right? three. They do it in three and it goes right into four because they picked yeah. his body up from the ambulance. He goes to the morgue. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's um, what it is. I forgot. Yeah, but then, but very rarely do you have that. It's great. But yeah, but like two just, it just isn't great. It just falls apart. It's a good idea, but it, you know, but three is so weird because I didn't see it for a long time. I think I always just skipped over it and go right yeah. to three and five and then six is a whole different thing. Um, and then like is that what Paul Rudd and, yeah Paul Rudd one man it just I, I'm gonna rewatch it probably in the next few days because I haven't seen it in forever but I, it's just now there's a whole well it, what's interesting about three is like because I've seen you know interviews with the producers and stuff and basically John Carpenter was like he didn't really want to do two you know he yeah. was like I, I he, he said he wrote it fast you know and then um after that he was like because i i don't at the end don't they like set him on fire and he's it's like yeah, he's really yeah, dead he's, at the he's end dead. i mean like he comes out as like a big burning you know flame yeah like, like they really were like he's dead so yeah. i think they were like well i mean we can't there's no way to have him alive still so we, why don't we do it we'll do a thing where it's like a new story every halloween and that's, which I thought was a cool idea. I do like hindsight when he was saying that, because I've seen that same thing where it's like, I kind of wanted an anthology or just a new tale, but based around, and you're like, oh, that would have been cool. Like, I actually wish that it maybe happened. You know? But it was like too smart for people, you know? Yeah, I, I, nobody was ready for that. Because they were kind of like, no, 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 I like Michael Myers. Why are we doing this now? You yeah, know? it's like, no, I want to see the exact same thing over yeah, and over again. again. <laughs> And they're like, no, but we killed him. Yeah, just just make yeah. it up. Like he didn't yeah. die. You got hit by lightning. It's fine. I don't care. Like, yeah. That's that's my favorite. This is a question I'll ask, and then we'll end. Um, okay. So, what yeah, is your I favorite way? What is your favorite way of Jason being resurrected? Because oh, my there? favorite is like, I'll say mine first. It's when it's an eight where. <laughs> He's under, he's at the bottom of the lake and like the anchor is moving a cable and it just kind of electrocutes him. Yeah. But I think it's so funny that electrocuting someone brings you to life. Doesn't that just kill people? Well, like later I'm sort of like, okay, the only thing I can take is that you're all horror fans. So you're constantly referencing like Frankenstein where it's like, okay, electricity brought Frankenstein to life. So here's a monster we're going to have. The same thing for me is I I love because there's a few other like, um, few podcasts I listen to that like you know big horror things that they love and they'll go through them during Halloween or there's you know other and um and they pointed out and I was sort of and then rewatching like yeah it was like six like he was dead nobody he was dead he was in the ground for nobody a long time he had been there for a long time nothing was happening like and then you know Tommy Jarvis comes in and it's like I've got to make sure he's dead and you're like no he is and like yeah plants a thing in his chest and then that's when lightning hit him and woke him up and then you were like what's your fault asshole (laughs) everybody from this point that dies is because of you like you know (laughs) yeah that's that's true it is such a weird bothering anybody he was in the ground gone you know and so yeah and he'd been dead a while because tommy was like grown up that was funny too because it only been like a year or two since tommy was like 15 14 years old yeah he was still with him because then they had that weird break where like five was a totally new person and then it was also like then they made it seem like it was gonna be tommy jarvis was like the new jason and killing people which i was kind of like go with that fine like make him be a new right right yeah, but, that is why they end it that way. It, it is funny too, because in five, five was a year later, and Tommy's yeah. like ten years older. Yeah, um, they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> and also, they were such liars. They're saying we're like, 
the final chapter and then a year later it's like a new beginning like like the final final that we're gonna do it again like i'm trying to think of other like good deaths though too for like um you know well like just like because they even like for a halloween where like they literally cut his head off you know and you're like that's kind of got to be it right (laughs) but didn't they i think they changed it where they're like it wasn't him or something yeah they're totally retcon you're like okay like sure well jamie lee curtis apparently was like i'll do this movie but only if like i can kill finally kill him like yeah if i kill him now i will say i did enjoy the I did not enjoy the Rob Zombie remakes. I, I just wasn't a fan. Yeah, it's terrible. No, they're bad, man. And I also, I don't like when, what I love with some of the stuff, like earlier stuff, is the person almost looks like a person. They are like a halfway normal size of a human being. You know, it's like, all right, maybe they're 6'2", and they're, you know. But then, like, I forgot which, maybe it's like a wrestling star or somebody they had for those, where it's like, the guy is a, is a wall walking around. Like, yeah, yeah. Escape that people don't notice. Like, you're like, you're a giant human being. And then the machete became, or like his his butcher knife became like two feet long. Yeah. Like, the no. problem I had with that, with his remake, was the, how he tried to do. You know, he focused on um, Michael Myers young yeah. for a while, and then like the last part, which is all of Halloween, is just kind yeah. of like the last forty minutes. They're like, okay, and then this happened. You know, you're like, but this like, is the whole movie. This is what I wanted to see. Like, what? this is what I came. Yeah, to. I was really disappointed. That looked yeah. really, really good to me. So, you are a fan of the Friday the Thirteenth movies? Oh God, yeah, yeah. Like I, I freaking like I love Friday the Thirteenth. Those were some of the first after the Haunting. That was like my my next thing of watching anything scary. Was like my let's say like fifth grade maybe your fourth grade birthday party or something i ended up watching like we rented aliens and jason takes manhattan uh, friday the 13th party one of those was amazing the other one not so much <laughs> right right uh and so but then that's where i was like oh i love this so then started you know just watching so i mean i've seen like i'm trying to do anything else that was junk i also like also i just rewatched uh, my bloody valentine the original for that just yeah be, that that one's pretty yeah that one's kind of great scary. honestly go back because it's like there's like honestly there's a great actor in that the guy who's kind of the the heavy guy with the mustache is like he's great and i was like what happened to you i wanted to see more of you you're really right. good um but you know but there's some that are just fantastic and like i was trying to the um Black Christmas, the original for that is amazing. Did you see uh, the remake of that? Or I haven't. I, saw the, I guess they remade it a couple of times. They did, yeah. I saw the first remake they did, and didn't, I was like, no, the first one's just amazing. This is very 2000 like. Yeah. I haven't seen the new, new remake. It's okay. It starts out pretty good, and then it goes. Um, but I did a years ago. I was just going to say, because Friday 13th, yeah. you'd probably like it, because I made this video years ago that um, – like it's funny, but I think if you really like Friday Thirteenth, you think it's funny because it's basically the premise is it's me and two other, like uh, we're the uh, two other guys and we're the owners of Camp Crystal Lake oh, and nice. um, we keep like t- you know at the beginning we're like excited because we just we just bought a camp and we're so like happy that it, we're like oh this is gonna be make us so much money and then it cuts to this like clips from the movie where we're getting murdered and then. So basically what happens is it keeps cutting back to us in the meetings in between summers. And, but yeah, like we, me, be- and, me and another guy just refused to shut the camp down. <laughs> I think this year is going to be fine. Like, look, and we had a bad year last year. And so the one, cause I was also funny. They keep me, I know they always don't take place at a camp, but my whole thing was like, yep. there's like 11 of them. But like, when are they going to shut the camp down? Like, it's Seriously, just not. Like, when are you just going to shut this down? Stop opening the camp. <laughs> 
so like if you, you have one mass murder, that's it. Like you just don't open. <laughs> right, right. And then we're kind of like some one of the guys is like, I can't believe people are even still enrolling in this camp. Um, they read the papers, right? This has been fifteen years. <laughs> this is going on. So if you have like, a, it's just, it's short, like check it out. Just put my name in it. It's just on YouTube and I think Funny or okay. Die. It's just okay, called yeah, Friday the 13th, Tom McCaffrey. It's it's pretty, but if you're a fan, I think you'll oh, like dude, it. I love it then, absolutely. Well, that's because that's what's always great about him anyway, is you always are sort of like, like this town, like Haddonfield, just shut it down, man. Like stuff. Oh, I was saying, I, I said it the other day that, um, because they've done like 11 of them and yeah. he always kills like on the same block basically on the same night but the yeah, cops can never just set up a perimeter <laughs> yeah just put a patrol car one halloween maybe one extra one that night let's just maybe like one and then night. like she, they, she he's always coming back to kill her you know yeah. and then but they never like go to another neighborhood well, that's because, like, even like with Nightmare on Elm Street, they keep doing. Which I would, I would like it. I'll finish that too. It's like Elm Street, though. Like, is the, the original is amazing. You're like, and I love the second one. A lot of people like. Oh uh, wow! I'm like, no, it's great. And then Dream Warriors is amazing. Then like, Dream Warriors is good. Picks. Wait, why do you like the second one? Uh, I I dug that they because on that one it felt like they were almost trying to trying to totally it felt like it was like same thing for like uh halloween 2 where it didn't work it felt like this and they were trying to really make change it. It. like all yeah. right we're gonna make it be this kid now he's coming through him and it's you know but then it a lot of people just don't like and it kind of fell apart but i i dig it i think it's pretty damn scary and like um yeah but i remember then, i didn't like i actually think it's more funny watching it than oh no it's great now like when he busts out of like the pool party and just starts slicing everybody <laughs> yeah and the kid is like um really a wuss he keeps screaming that i think okay. that was the problem is that it was the first time they made a horror movie where the guy was like hey well uh, he started there actually is though later because i come to find out i started why I, I did some like deep dive on that and there are a few podcasts on it too where you were like oh because come to find out uh he's gay it was like he, I don't think, was out at that point trying to come to terms with it. There was also, and I think there's even a documentary he does where, like, because then in this thing, he's almost saying, like, so, like, I was I was kind of the scream queen, and then I was the final girl, like, without it being that trope. And then it, it's really interesting hearing him talk about it. And he's like, yeah, yeah a lot of, like, and I'm trying to think, too, if they even said on the, I think it was that one, or if it was which one, it was, um, it almost started getting, like, flack about either being that, homophobic and they were like no that was sort of going on but there was this like almost seemed to be more of a relationship between him and his best friend who's the like super jock guy right and you're, you're not you're seeing me very disinterested in this woman that should be the lead that he's in love with and so and he's like yeah that's kind of what was happening and you're like oh that's great like that makes it more interesting just as far as the backstory yeah because that's the whole thing now that they say there's a lot of like gay innuendo and it, it, there are a lot of lines where like uh, that are kind of they, they're funny oh, now it goes into like it's making him take the script right himself intentionally was like all right i'm gonna do this and see if you get it and like because even i forget the like the gym coach in it it's very like he's almost uh he goes like a leather bar yeah he's heading to like a leather bar and it's like and it's very sort of uh graphic for him being like spanked with the towels and all that stuff and so yeah yeah no there's a lot of like because going back, I was like, yeah, there's a whole lot going on here. This is, you know, but but I loved it when it came out or when it, you know, when I saw it initially on video and then, but, um, but yeah, I think probably one, three, two, and then it would go like 
four, five, and six, but I don't know. I like when you get to five and six, they're just. I um, I think four was was when I was done. That's um, pretty much because I, I was doing the deep dive last year where it was. I mean, I was like, oh, man, six. This is. This yeah. Is <laughs> yeah, they get they get they get bad, and then he becomes like a comedian, basically. Yeah, and then I didn't care for the remake for that. It was not. Oh, the remake was oh so bad. Oh, it was like unwatchable. Earl Haley, I was like so happy he was coming back into film again, and like it's just bad, man. I didn't like it. I was like, oh, I, I hate it. it. I was like mad at how bad it was. Yeah. Well, because you forget how much it was, like how much Robert England did do, and how much the. Cause he's still not super tongue in cheek in the first one, but it's just enough. And it's just enough sort of comedy there, but just dark enough. And like for the remake, it was just dark and you were just like, and they really pushed forward the like pedophilia and you were just kind of like, yeah, they really, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah like, I mean the first one's like a legitimately scary, you know, just yeah. the way it's shot and oh, it's terrifying. Like, and then it's also, a, I watched it the other night and it still holds up. It's oh, I hold, yeah, it's great. Like, yeah. Um, um all right tate uh i'll let you go i'll do this all night <laughs> no no i could talk about this all night too I, I i love talking about horror movies and like i I'm, i get very into dissecting that i was talking to someone the other day what i like about them is is they usually for the most part the good ones are like making a, an indirect commentary about something oh yeah um, like it's a lot of social commentary that's great like yeah yeah so and i think it is a lot of times people aren't aware of it and the good ones are done in a way that you're not, most people aren't aware of it. There's like, there's layers to, and it's kind of a good way of getting that commentary out to people. And it's like in a very entertaining way. Well, I think, cause I didn't know for the longest time, like then realizing when I first watched uh, Night of the Living Dead, that like, it was such a like bold commentary because having the main lead hero be a black man was right. a big deal at the time, you know? And you were sort of like, oh yeah, that's extremely message setting and all these, you know, so. Like there's a lot of movies that come through with that, that yeah, you don't realize, oh, this is a really, I am scaring you, but I'm also letting you know something. You're like, okay, yeah, cool. and like, I feel like most of the time people aren't, aren't even aware of it. And I also think there's something, I think Wes Craven said this in an interview, that they serve a purpose of like, um, it's almost like a rite of passage for kids yeah. to like learn about da- how dangerous the world is yeah. and kind of like, no. what? Like, no, I agree. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's right. It's kind of like when you're young, you're like, Oh yeah, this is fun, but you're also kind of like, holy shit! Like, people can die. People, people are going to try to murder you. Like, yeah, what? Yeah, you know, but it's it's kind of a way of like you're learning about the bad things yeah. in the world, but in a safe setting too, where you're like, I'm not, I'm not in danger. I am safe. I am just watching this film. But yeah, I think I think that's right. I think that's a good like. Yeah, like Wes, you know, Wes Craven, obviously, you know, he, he was like a very smart guy. He wasn't just okay. like, you know, because he well, was you like don't a realize how much even at the time, like, because I, I still, Scream's still a phenomenal movie. And you, you forget how much at the time that was so, like, just uh, trend setting. It was, it was such a, like, yeah, a yeah. revolutionary thing to do of, like, here's this master of horror. He's done all these movies. We haven't seen any in a while. Here's this, this genre is kind of dying out in a way, or it's just becoming sort of the same thing. And then to take it all and sort of, use all its tropes in the right way. Right, like, right. Uh, it really was, a, and it's a great, it's still a great scary movie. Man. It great. is, and also how like, um, it's it's funny looking at, from the, the when horror was big in the 80s until when Scream kind of resurrected the genre, yeah. how horror movies became the movies that the big stars wanted to be in because it's, in the yeah, 80s nobody wanted to be in it yeah you were, it was yeah it was always like people yeah. were in it before they could be yeah. in anything good 
yeah, it was looked down upon. It was just like, oh, you're doing horror. Okay. Like, yeah. And then, yeah, now it's such a like prestige thing if you're in a great movie. Yeah. It became the thing of like, oh, I'm in like Scream 2. Like, yeah. that you're the, like, if you're oh, in great. Scream 2, you're the hot. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. All right, man. Thanks. Thanks so much for doing this. This, this was great. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like any other. Oh, uh, last one to say just the uh, uh, Event Horizon and the Blair Witch Project, uh, the original. Both amazing. Anyway. Really? Okay. I never saw Event Horizon. Was that one that they, they came out and there was another one like it too? Kind there of? was, I'm trying to think if it was something else close to the same time, what would it have been? Because um, they both like, oh, shoot, what was it? Who's in that? Uh, that's, it's uh, uh, Lawrence Fishburne. I was going to say, yeah. Um, uh, shoot, crap, Sam Neill and, um, and then a few other actors you know, but are like not major names that you just plucked off your head. But like, and you think Blair, what you Blair Witch, you think is scary? I love the original man because I'm also a big like ghost just atmosphere fan. And then I also grew up hunting and fishing in the woods and stuff like that. So I sort of like had a connection there to it. It terrified me just the idea, and that was another one where just to me the idea of being lost was yeah. where you're just like shit. How do you get? you're lost. Like you didn't bring enough supplies. You didn't bring enough food. You thought you'd be there for a day. It's now day five or whatever, you know? And so that was sort of like terrifying to me. And then add in like this other element. Yeah. I, it's, it, it's really yeah. Like, um, and then I think I saw it. I think I saw it way after it had been hyped for so long. So I was a little, that's, I feel like, cause I saw it in the theater when it came out, you know? And so I do think it had an impression of like, and then since then they've had so many found footage where you're, Right, right. Usually they do one well, but for the most part, a lot of them fall. Right. This will be the last one. What about, have you seen Hereditary? God, yeah, it's terrifying. I, I loved it. I don't know about you, but I loved I lo- it. Yeah, I thought that was real. That really, that was one of the movies in the last 10 years that like, it's like, it, it's it wasn't only like it scared me it like stayed with me oh dude it's like, well, cause, well, it's also too because i did i did get i lucked out getting to do uh, an episode or two episodes of a tv show that came out on netflix but uh uh tony collette's in it and so i had just seen hereditary not too long before that i already loved her anyway and then it was just nice i was like by the way you were amazing in that you know and she was like oh thank you we had a great time all right but um I, I honestly got, I'm still kind of pissed she didn't get nominated for an Oscar for it. Honest to God. I yeah, I do remember there was some, she is really good. It's it's really, really, you were talking a, lo- a while ago about um, like atmosphere. That is definitely, it's, like, it's, I don't think there's any jump scares in that movie. No, but it's it, just it's like, been, there's maybe like one sort of like Jesus, you know, that freaked me out for the most part. Yeah, it's all just, you can even take out again some of the horror elements and it's just a woman slowly losing her mind or something. Yeah, it's just so creepy. It's very, yeah. um yeah, really like that. I remember that night I was like in bed. And I was like, oh my God, like, yeah, I, it, I it was weird. Like how would some movies stay with you, you know? Yeah, and it stuck around for days. You were just kind of like, all right, I don't, I don't know how I feel, you know? And then like, yeah, it stuck around. Um, yeah, it ends. And I like those movies where they kind of end bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were kind of like, you're like, oh, but all right, I'll take it. <laughs> well, it's just like, oh, everything went, it worked out horribly. Yeah, for it's everybody. all not good. Okay, like everybody's, uh, okay, this didn't turn out good for anybody. And great, yeah. right. now, And now you're, you know, without ruining the ending, now that happens. Now you're a demon, basically, who's been <laughs> yeah. brought to Now you're the second coming of the devil. Or, all right, cool. <laughs> I thought it was cool, too, how they didn't make it the devil. Yeah, that it was another, like, yeah, spirit. You know, it was this other thing. You're a new, like, entity, and here we go. Yeah, yeah. Out. And then also the other, and I'm blanking her name, but she's phenomenal. And um, In Hereditary? Yes, it's, um, shoot. 
because uh, she's in The Handmaid's Tale and she's just the really woman good. who plays like the, the who the friend or the woman who's also doing the seance thing. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. Her. She's yeah, she's really good at it. She's amazing, yeah. But so you know, that was one where I was just like, no matter what, scary, terrifying stayed with you, and just amazing performances. Because that that'll be the, that'll be what I end on too. It's like the I love horror movies and they are really hard to make and really hard for actors to do because I. Everybody sees them and it's like, oh, it's just kind of, you know, scared. And sometimes they look easy. To... But you always have to go like those people when they're acting in it are having to stay in a state of terror. Right, right. Days on end. Like, and just to get there, having to, because, you know, the whole time they're running around, supposedly about to be killed, you know? And so, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> having to keep that energy of just like screaming for your life for hours or for days. Right. And, and then when they're like, oh, wait a minute, we got this light has to be right in your face. Uh, uh, my bad. You know, I think people really do. I feel like film acting and stuff like that. I feel like people really have no clue how hard. Well, that like that, that's the one that really sank in on more films. We were just like, Oh yeah, you weren't the first time getting to do it, and you're like, then you see him later, and you're like, oh no, that person had to be in that cold, freezing water, covered in blood, that's sticky and gross, for hours and hours, freezing themselves to death, screaming at the top of their lungs, like, and being terrified, you know. And so you're like, yeah, that's a lot. You just ran a marathon, you know. Right, right. Physically, like, yeah. So anyway, yeah, I did, I, a lot of respect for him, especially. I already loved him, but after getting to do any, I'm yeah, like, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool that's cool that you got to do some so dude i, I mean just any i'm getting to do is the greatest thing ever for me because i'm a huge part fan so. <laughs> um all right well i yeah, i'm so glad uh you, you uh came on here uh, yeah, good getting to catch up too <laughs> yeah yeah it was great it was great talking to you if you're ever in new york uh hit me up i don't know if that's you come to too. i hate like that's what sucks right now is it's such a like well, I'll see you once they get everything together and we figure all this. I out. always, I keep saying that and then I forget that no one can go anywhere. Dude, that's right. Cause like anytime, like I've, I've had so many more though, like get togethers over zoom than I did uh, in person over the past few years, you know? Cause you're like, Oh yeah, I'll just call you and we'll have a beer. Cause I've done yeah. things that I wouldn't drive to Santa Monica and LA to see. You're like, well now I'll see you. Like <laughs> we can just have a beer. In yeah. Yeah. Totally. But so yeah, right. dude, anytime. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll I'll zoom you tomorrow. We'll talk That's about good. Horror we'll talk horror <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Tate Ellington, thank you very much, um, and uh, we'll see you next time on Last Exit to Brooklyn.